All right. Welcome to the Media Lunch Break, everybody, where we give you all your comic geek and movie news all in the time it takes to eat a good sandwich. Did and you write that out? I did. <laughs> all right? Because I've done two damn episodes where I just flounder like a fucking idiot. You're and I'm cheating. No. This is... I'm a professional, and I've moved up in the world. ba 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 this is the temporary theme song for the media lunch break. I'm doing this again. I'm reading it from the top. We're going again, Andrew. Damn it. <laughs> Welcome to the media lunch break, everybody, where we give you all your comic geek and movie news all in the time it takes to eat a good sandwich and crack open an ice cold beer. See what I did there? Because it's Labor Day. You see what I did? <laughs> yeah. Did you nice, see it? A nice fody. You see, you see what I did? Get a nice fody. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Chris Trebo. Alongside me, as always, is my co-host, Andrew Dunn. Say hello, Andrew. Hello. All righty. Before we get into news, there's two things I watched this week that I, I feel like I want to one of them Ironheart? <laughs> um, yeah, but that I'm not going to talk about on air. Um, no, I watched, because uh, Amazon Prime has their pilot season going. Oh, yeah. And for anybody who doesn't know what Amazon does to choose the shows that they produce is they put out the pilot and then you watch them and you vote on them, which I think is like the best way to do that. Yeah, it's like the Hunger Games. Yeah, it's the Hunger <laughs> Games of television. Um, and so I watched uh, The Tick. Oh, nice. And I watched Jean-Claude Van Johnson. Um, <clears throat> and I gotta say, of the two... I like Jean-Claude Van Johnson a little more. Yeah? Yeah. Do you t- only get one vote? No, no, no. You can vote, I think... I mean, I didn't actually vote. I just watched him. Um, <laughs> I didn't actually... I'm not going to participate in the Democratic Putting process. your freedom and liberty to good use. Yeah, no. Um, just like real life. Yeah, exactly. Listen, I don't vote for presidents. I don't vote for television. If I had to choose one, if they were like, you have to vote for something... I'll vote for television. In general, you'll vote yeah, for ju- television yeah, over a presidential over, nominee. Yep, I will vote television <laughs> into office seven out of seven times. No, I... So, The Tick was... It was good. It's not as ticky mm. as I expected it. It was kind of... Like, the guy who's... Like, you put, expected him to have more ticks? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, shaking to, Yeah, just to be, like... Yelling things Like, a, just a heroin addict or something. <laughs> No, he was... The guy who plays The Tick is good. Yeah, Peter Serafinowicz. Yes, yeah, from Guardians of the Galaxies. Also from The Phantom Menace. He is... Yeah. He's the voice of Darth Maul. Yeah, and that he's the voice of Darth Maul. Yeah. And then I was trying to think of that, and I was like, I don't remember Darth Maul speaking. Oh, yeah, he says, uh... What is... Like, oh, what I is remember that line. Yeah, oh, he just yeah. goes, uh... <laughs> for, like, ten minutes. <laughs> They're like, go kill the Jedi. So he's like, uh... <laughs> I guess... Palpatine is like Qui-Gon Jinn and Obi-Wan. He's like, rah, 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 oh, yeah, 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 those guys. Those guys, yeah. He's also in Shaun of the Dead. He's in, I think, all of he those He is movies. in Shaun of the Dead, I think yeah. he's one of those guys who's in all three. Yeah. Um, he uh, He's really good. As the, he's great as the Tick. And there's like a brief, I want to say it's like 60 seconds out of the whole pilot where he actually uses superpowers. Like for a second, <laughs> for a while I was like, I don't remember what the Tick's powers are. And he's, he just has like... Immeasurable like super strength. Super strength. Yeah, yeah. and that's pretty he's much it. Almost invulnerable. Yeah, and so there's that, and he does that, and that's great. But most of it is based around I don't even remember Arthur, oh, the really? sidekick. Like they, he's like the, 
the well, if I remember correctly, the, the pilot of the cartoon from whenever that was, mm-hmm. 80s, 90s, um, the pilot was also centered around Arthur as well. Like, it was his day-to-day and yes. sort of how he came into being with the team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, correctly. that's what, I mean, this is like an origin story of Arthur. And, but it just, it's kind of somewhat realistic. It's played like, I don't I, it's hard to, it's weird to describe. It doesn't seem like it fits with the tip. Did they try to make like a gritty like Batman style. Yeah, it's not even gritty. It's but it is a little darker. Like yeah. every shot everything's kind of noirish. Yeah. Well, I mean after the success of The Dark Knight, producers are trying to figure out what makes a good or, or at least a successful comic book movie. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And they're doing that thing again, you know, Deadpool came out and it was rated R, so everyone's like, "We can make a rated R superhero yeah, movie." Yeah. It's not a, yeah, and it's not I mean, this wasn't even like rated R. It's just it's right. very odd. It's, but but yeah. I was saying that, you know, I mean after Nolan's Batman, which was very good, but it right. was very good because of the key components of it. I think right. people are like, oh, they made a dark superhero movie. Yeah, we, we can make this make a little dark darker. Yeah, movies. yeah, yeah. But um, Jean-Claude Van Johnson, <laughs> actually r- pretty good. Like, is it, is it a comedy? It is, and it play- I think it just knows it's, it's very self-aware, yeah. and it knows itself very That's well. That's my favorite humor. Um, yeah, then I think you'd, you'd enjoy it. I mean, granted, it is a pilot, so there's some things that you're right, like, mm-hmm. yeah. It's a wonky. Yeah, but for the most part, like, he does a good job. There's no... There's no, like, really hard joke jokes. There were one or two where I was like, oh, that's really funny. Like, a, a good callback or something what like is, that. What is the plot So the to plot be? of this, and this is what I really love about it, like, the premise is actually really cool, yeah. is Jean-Claude Van Damme plays himself. But what you don't realize is that Jean-Claude Van Damme, the actor, has been a rouge this whole time, and Jean-Claude Van Damme is secretly known as Jean-Claude Van Johnson and is a spy. Wow. For, yes. for whom? As far as I know, the government? But for like, the American government? Yeah, for the American government. Because yeah. he's from some other country, right? Brussels. Right. Oh, Brussels? He's the muscles from Brussels. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, oh, oh. Well, you're not up on your Jean-Claude Van Damme, and so you're dead to me. <laughs> he plays himself. Um, Jean-Claude Van Damme is an actor. His code name is Johnson, or his real name is... They don't really make it clear, but... When he's Jean-Claude Van Johnson, then he is the spy. And so he'll go, like, um, his agent is also secretly his supervisor. Sure. That gives him his missions. Played by Felicia Rashad. Oh. I was like, it's like she came up. I was like, is that acclaimed Tony Award winning <laughs> Mrs. Huxtable well, Felicia Rashad? Who else? Yeah. Who else she, could it be? She just walked in. I was like, what are you doing at this? <laughs> but, um... She didn't answer me. So, so the idea is that he just sort of <clears throat> he'll go and like film a scene. Yes, and at the same time, that like, is exactly. He'll be like, I'm on, I got to go on my break, and then he'll run off and catch a. Well, that's something. exactly the thing is that they will they will put him in a movie on a location that they need to send him to. Okay. So, like the the plot of the pilot is he wants he's been out of the game for a while, and he wants to get back into the game, and so they send him on this they they send him on this mission for this movie where he plays. Huck Finn. Nice. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty it's pretty amazing. Like and then uh but really the actual mission is like he has to put a tracker in some drug uh drug shipment that's gonna sure, go out or something like sure. that. But it's great. It's it's actually I recommend it. It's worth a watch. I don't know if it's gonna go, like I, I don't know how many people are going to get behind it, but it's not bad. And, and I, I'm interested enough to see them, like, actually develop it. Is the idea that, that if you have Prime, you can watch it, or can anybody watch it? Um, I think you have to have Prime. You have to have Prime. But honestly, if you have... It, it's like... 
It's the cost of a Netflix Sure. And also, you either have to have Prime or you have to know someone who has Prime. Yeah, that's really <laughs> it. I mean, that's honestly, honestly, God, that's really all it is, is if you know someone who has Prime, yeah. listen, I'm not encouraging this in any way, shape, we would or form. The people at Amazon are good, hardworking people just trying to make a buck in this world. So Yeah, I'm we're just, just saying there's a possibility. There's there, a possibility if you are, I don't know, walking down the street an option to circumvent. and you see a piece of paper on the ground and you open it and it happens to have someone's username and password and you enter it in and it actually works then i recommend going to watch john claude van johnson is that illegal if you find a password on the street if you just happen to just know a password or if you guess a password look correctly, if it's illegal we're not recommending nope and if, if it's, it's completely totally fine legal, absolutely do it don't. yes ask yeah. a lawyer consult counsel <laughs> uh pay the 500 dollars an hour that that counsel costs <laughs> And then you, but then in the long run, you save the money. Yeah. Because you'll never have to purchase Amazon Prime. I mean, what is that, like 80 years worth of Amazon Prime? So if you live to yeah. be 81 and you're zero when you do this, you'll make, you'll be Yeah, yeah you'll, you'll be great. But money. people are living longer every day, so it's fine. That's true. Um, all right, let's get to the news. Um, all right, Andrew, as always, I will give you the first choice. Oh, do you God. want to start with Marvel or DC? It's always a trap. I, it's, I don't know why you think that. By the way, can I tell you, let me, just real quick. Yes. The, we've only <clears throat> had two episodes so far. Yep. And both times you have said to me the sentence, and I quote, Andrew, you know more about Marvel than I do, and then you ask a question about Marvel, and both times I have said, I have no idea. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. I just realized. Yes. I was listening to him the other day, and I was like, I know nothing. Well, I, I think the key phrase in that is that, again, I said... You know more about Marvel than I do. You actually just know wrong. Things. <clears throat> I just know nothingness. Well, I know nothing, so that means <clears throat> that you must everything you know is actually wrong. Yeah, I know a plethora of n- of mistakes. You're like Luke Cage. Oh yeah, he's the secretly a member of the KKK. He runs yeah. out, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the complete opposite. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's the negative space of of Marvel knowledge. So, um, so do you want to start with Marvel or DC? DC. Too bad! I want to talk about Harry Potter! Oh, God. Um, so, it just got announced today. Of course, uh, if you, unless you've been living under a rock... Um, do you mean a physical, boulder-style rock, or do you mean the country a rock? I, no, I meant if you've been living under <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson. If was, you just, that was such a dated joke. Right? <laughs> um, then you know about Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Sure. Uh, the play that is going on now in London, the script is everywhere, mm-hmm. selling like it's an actual Harry Potter book, which it's kind of is and kind of not. But of course, with it came the expectation that eventually we're going to get a Harry Potter and the Cursed Child movie. It did. Warner Brothers has come out and said, nope, not going to happen. They actually came out and said there are... No plans for Harry Potter and the Cursed Child to be a okay, movie. But, it but is strictly do, a stage play. But does that mean, when they say they have no plans, does uh-huh. that mean they're not going to? Does that mean nope? Or does that mean we have no plans Well, that's that's the question I wanted to... Um, this is literally the quote from Warner Brothers. Harry Potter and the Cursed Child is a stage play with no plans for there to be a film. Um, I think J.K. Rowling has also said yeah. it's probably not going to be a I film think, either. I think it's more going to be up to her. Yeah. So here's my question. Um, how much of this is a lie? <laughs> like what percentage? Not even if if this is a lie, just what percentage of this is a complete and utter bullshit? I think 0%. I yeah. think there are no plans. Yeah. Means there are currently no plans. Yeah. And I think, here's what I'm hoping, 
And I think, I'm hoping that they have this plan. Right. And maybe J.K. Rowling has this plan, but she hasn't said anything to WB. I want, like, 40 years from now, the original cast to reprise their roles in this movie. Um, Here's what I think. I think that there's zero percent plans in that Daniel Radcliffe has not returned their phone calls. Do you think he would play the part in the movie? Or if they were like, it's coming to Broadway? Uh, the answer to that question is yes. You think that I think they, he'd do either. He, you think he'd do either? Yeah. He... I, you know what? Actually, I think he might not do the show. Because it's not he's not a main character in it, Harry Potter. I mean, he's sort of a main character. But it's not about him, right? It's about, like, their kids or something? Yeah... I think So I don't know that he would do it on Broadway because, one, they'd have to pay him just a boatload of money in order to play this somewhat minor part. Right. Um, and secondly, I don't know that he would want to if it's a smaller role. But if he it's a movie said, and he He said earlier this year, um, I don't know who he said this to, but he said, when asked about returning, he said that, A, it would depend on the script, mm. which, by the way, Daniel, it's out there. You can just go to Barnes & Noble true. and buy it. Um, Scripts change from stage to film, though. Constantly. Listen, what do you know? And Listen, that, I'm just trying to stand up for this young man. I've heard he's a nice guy. <laughs> you, you, you've heard. You don't know. All right, he's probably really he's nice. Probably he seems nice. really, every he time seems I see him, he seems nice. very pleasant. He's so short. How could he be mean in any way? That's true. Uh, short people are never mean. Um, and that, uh, the, he also said that, quote, the circumstances would have to be pretty extraordinary. Which I think is code for please stop asking me in these interviews. No, um, I think, first of all, he's doing okay. Like, he's had a decent career since these films. Well, here's the thing. I think he has been picking and choosing more independent films. Mm. Because he has eight Harry Potter movies worth of franchise money. Yeah. Not to mention action figures and video games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to have those royalties rolling in. So I think he's just like, I can do whatever I want. So he did that one where he was like a demon or whatever and he had horns. Oh, yeah. Horns? Horns? Is that what it's it's called? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, it is. But, um, yeah, I I feel like he's just... Living off what he what he has and yeah, doing what he wants. He's gonna be fine. Yeah. I mean the other nice thing about having a franchise like that is that you can pretty much just at any point cash in and go, Hey, I wanna do another one and they will instantly make another one. You know what I mean? Like you, Harry Potter is a name. Yes, there are no more books. But it depends on who they are, because like if like if Warner if Harry Brothers, po- I'm saying oh, Warner Brothers. Yeah, maybe, but I, I mean, don't know what the deal is with Rowling. I don't know what, what the film rights. Yeah, to. Warner Brothers has to go to Rowling and say, "Look, we want to, we yeah, need yeah. you to make another book." Which she at this point could easily be like, "I don't have." Right. I don't want well, to. what I'm saying is, I don't know what their rights are with, you know, developing um, original. Harry Potter stories. I don't know if it's tied completely to... It has to be J.K. Rowling's... Sometimes it is, sometimes it's not. It depends yeah. on the deal that they make. Sure. But if it's not dependent on J.K. Rowling, he could literally get, just go, yeah, you know what? I think I want to do another Harry Potter. And Warner Brothers will instantly go, we're making another Harry Potter. It's going to make a bazillion dollars. Make this happen. I'm pretty sure J.K. Rowling still has the rights. So I'm sure to, that she does too. But have but, to go through her. Um, and she's, so, she's pretty... Yeah. I mean, she has said very frequently that this story has ended. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then she wrote a. She, some well, guy and then Pottermore happened, and then the Cursed Child happened, and we've got um, right. Fantastic Beasts. Fantastic Beasts them coming out. So yeah, so it's completely done, except it's not done at all. Um, what what do you got? You got you yeah. got a news item? We talked Go a little bit it. about No Man's Sky last time. That video game. That's yeah, new, um, and extremely disappointing. <laughs> yes. Well, well, Have more. you been playing it more? 
I haven't played it at all. You haven't played it at all? No. You just heard I about just, it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. They, they just said, like, there's this vast universe and no right, one will right. ever see one another. And then right. within a week, two people ran into each other. Yeah. There was even a moment where two people, like, went to the same location and couldn't see each other. Oh, really? Which is strange. Like, there's some sort like of glitch. Like, there's a glitch? Yeah. But there's there's another um, there's another disappointing thing about it. Oh boy! Another thing, Sean Murray, who's the creator of the game, okay. had mentioned many times that these planets are going to be like Earth size. They're right. huge. They're all to scale. They're real sized right, right, right. planets. Right. So someone decided to test that theory out. They picked a random planet, landed on it, and they set a marker to halfway around that planet. Right. And then they just walked in a straight line to yeah. go halfway around to see how long it would take. Now, for some reference, uh, the Earth. Uh, is Holy roughly... shit, you actually did yes. research on the Earth Yes, for this. I did. Wow. Listen, I'm an astronomer <laughs> at heart and at stomach. Well, that's great, but astronomy would have to do with the stars, and the planet Earth would have to be geology. Listen, the elements of the Earth are made in stars, so it's all astronomy. That was beautiful. Booyah. Carl Sagan, motherfucker. Also, did you say astrology at one point? I think you wanted me to say astrology. Possibly. Let's Listen, <laughs> the Earth is tw- roughly 24,000, and I say roughly, but according to Google, it is exactly 24,901 miles in circumference. I believe Google. <laughs> yeah, I do too. I they believe that they've mapped that completely. Yeah, yeah they Google map card Everything, around it. Yeah. So about half, half of that is 12,450 and a half miles. So it would take you, if you're walking three miles per hour... 4,150 roughly hours. So like 4,000 hours to walk halfway around the Earth, right? Okay. This dude did it in 11 hours and 50 seconds in, on this planet on No Man's Sky. So wow. it's not even close. close. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay, let me see. Okay. Has someone done the math on how big a planet is if it takes 11 hours to get halfway around? Because then it's... So it's 22 hours to walk the circumference of the planet at 3... Uh, what do we say? Three miles yeah, an three, hour? Yeah, three miles per hour. So that's roughly. 22 times three. Well, so am I doing that right? Am I, I thinking about this right? I don't know. I'm trying to figure out, like, if it's if it's roughly 24 hours to walk across. Yeah, 20, 24 times three, right? 24, sure. Let's, right? let's Look, if a train leaves Poughkeepsie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, you said, okay, so it took him... 11 hours? And 50 minutes. And 50 minutes. So 12, so 12 hours. hours. Okay. So it took 12 hours. You're right. So twenty. it'd be roughly, roughly 24 hours to walk the circumference of the planet at 3 miles an hour. So 3 times 24 is 72. what? 72. 72. Yep, it's 72. I know. Fun with numbers. Basic math. Um. Yeah, so 72. If you have 25 candy bars, Chris... <laughs> A hundred dollars. Nice. Okay. So what do we say? So it's 72 miles in circumference. Roughly, yeah. Okay. So yeah, that's not... I mean, yeah. yeah, what, yeah what, is, what is that like? I was trying to help the guy out by like, all right, well, maybe, you know, if you still do the circumference of the planet, it's not exactly... What is that, like Long Island yeah, <laughs> or it's, something? It's, yeah, I don't even know if we... I think we can fit Manhattan. Well, the length, the length of Manhattan is like 12 or 13 miles. Okay. So there's like seven Manhattans in there. What, what have you got? What else is next? All right. So, oh, we got some Star Wars news. Um, on the Star Wars show, which is a thing on YouTube, apparently. Oh, it's right. a, like an official thing. They revealed a new droid that's going to be in Rogue One. Mm, yeah, you get excited and then you see it and it's like, all right. Um, it's an Imperial droid. It is known as C2B5. 
And this is what it looks like, Andrew. Why isn't it an R2 unit? Yeah, exactly. It's just a black R2-D2. Well, maybe... <laughs> There's a joke in there somewhere. But listen, <laughs> my, my, my main point is... Okay, so, so my first thought is, how is it... It looks like an R2 unit, but it doesn't yes. have R2 as the name. Although neither did R5-D4, so there's probably others, but... Right. Um, Maybe the my my next thought is maybe Imperials have different coding for yeah. uh, different serial numbers. Yeah, no, that makes sense because we've also seen Alan Tudyk's Imperial Droid character as well. The idea is that yes. he's an Imperial Droid that they have recoded to yeah. make on their side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so he is. It's known as C two B five. It just it looks like an Imperial R two D two. So I don't know. I mean, I saw this at first and I was like, oh, that's cool. And then the more I looked at it, I was like, eh, it's all right. It just looks like they spray painted R2-D2. You know what's really interesting? I was hoping for a while that we would eventually get uh, a Star Wars story about, like, droid manufacturers. Because I get the... Well, it's Sounds riveting. No, I think, I think it could be because we get this... We get the look of black and white when we watch Star Wars movies. There's good, there's evil. There's, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's Jedi, there's Sith. Right. So what if... Like, all of these droids sort of look the same, regardless of where they are. For example, yeah. like, if you were working for... Like, ISIS probably uses Dell computers. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what if there's this, like, capitalistic market that's just, like, we sell to that, everyone? You know, that is tr that is an interesting aspect of the universe yeah. that, like... It, they Sometimes they joke about it, like, you know, who actually built the, the Death Star and things like oh, that. Yeah, but yeah, it's yeah, actually, sure. it is actually a valid question. And kind of, you know, there is something there for... To, to make a there's, story there's something out of. to discover yeah because there because you're right we do get it's always the rebels and it's always the mm. um the empire right. and in some sort of iteration whether it's that or what we have in in this new trilogy but there's this there is a third section that like is only kind of tangentially referenced yeah which is everybody else yeah exactly. like everybody else well, who just has nothing to do you know they're just living their life like it's the he like han solo is the one guy oh yeah in this in this whole thing that's from that from that massive yeah. population that there it's just like well and you think he's too, like i'm not part of the yeah, yeah. alliance i'm not part of the empire i'm just, just trying living to my life yeah yeah so uh but that's nah, gone yep oh Nope, it's back. It's back. Yay. I was, well, was going to say, you know, I mean, someone built Auschwitz, you know? Uh, another thing is... What are you laughing Man, about? That just came out of nowhere. No, no, I mean, if you're talking about who built the Death Star. No, I know, I know. Like, no, I got the reference. It just, that, I didn't, that blows up planets. Listen, I did not expect to wake up this morning to talk about who built Auschwitz. <laughs> look, we've already... Look, in this one news article, we've referenced ISIS and Auschwitz. Yeah. So, so but that's my point, though, is that, like... So this is a real feel-good some, somebody, episode. Somebody was like, no, this is the right thing to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, well... Either that or somebody, or they, I mean, knowing a little bit about construction, not a whole lot, just a little bit about the and construction And not much business. about genocide. Yeah, no, I mean, I know. Enough. Enough. I know enough about genocide. I like you to know think that I mean? someone was just like, it's a living. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's the thing. It's like, is somebody, like, the Empire probably subcontracted out, yeah. like, we have this giant thing we need to build. Um, we need somebody to, you know, make the steel. We need somebody, you know, sure. it all well, needs to, you know, you know, another thing that, that could be referenced and I doubt they'd even get into this cause it's kind of, um, complicated, but do you know who H.H. H. Holmes is? He's a serial yeah, killer. Yes. He's, he's America's first serial, serial killer, killer in Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. So now yeah, we've referenced. Do, it wasn't it during the World's Fair or something? Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. So now we've referenced Auschwitz. Auschwitz. 
ISIS, ISIS and, and a serial, a serial killer. killer. But he, but he, he had something that eventually became known as the Murder House or the Murder Mansion, uh-huh. which was or the Murder Hotel. That's right. what it was. Where he built this hotel and made all these. He he led like poisonous gas to all of the rooms, so he really? could just kill people in there. He could lock all the doors. He had chutes going down to like cremation centers and like vaults that he could suck all the oxygen out of, and all sorts of crazy it's like stuff. The world's first super villain. He is. Yeah. He's he's the world. He's America's first serial killer. Yeah. So he was able to build this by quote hiring people contractors, right. and then he would he would give them enough planes for their part, have them work eleven hours, right, and then fire them, right, because it was uh, it wasn't quite during the Great Depression, but work was hard to come by, right. So he could just say, hey, I'll give you a quick buck if you do this. He would hire them for the day, say they weren't good enough, and fire them without right. paying them, and then get the next person to do the next step, and right. that's how he built his murder house. So uh, I, I was really? just saying, yeah, you no, could, no. like, as Darth Vader, you could, or, yeah, or whoever is the emperor, just yeah. get people to build sections, and they don't know what they're building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which would be interesting. Would, yeah. Quick question about Rogue One. Okay. Do you think, yes or no, mm-hmm. and if yes, how do you think they will, they will make it clear that Jedi are these mystical things that maybe never existed after 20 years of having... 20 years after the Jedi have disappeared right. or whatever. Oh, oh, I see. Like, how do they just... Because in... Han Solo in A New Hope is like, right. ah, phony baloney, mystical powers, I don't believe in any of that. But literally prior to that, Han Solo was probably alive when the Jedi ran everything. Yeah, I... So that's always been a mystery between yeah. episode how do three they and episode de- four. Yeah, how do they delete just everything? I've always sort of taken it to be, look, it's a big galaxy... Maybe the they ran their part of it, and Han right. Solo just never saw any of well, that. Well, for to me, I think um, maybe it's not so much like erasing the memory of it, of just as much as like just debunking the um, mysticism of the sure. Jedi. That like they were like these because I think doesn't Han Solo reference like he knows that these people existed but not but he doesn't acknowledge that right. their that their beliefs are true yeah. so i it, to me i think they're not i think the empire is just going to um <laughs> listen while we're at it so the nazis like tried to do the same thing where they would just do they would just erase the memory of what came before that was sure. their plan of like let's just you know Again, just demystify everything that sure. that was good. So I think what the Empire is going to do is just say, yeah, these guys existed, but they were all lunatics. Sure. And they believe in this crazy-ass sure. so, belief. So under the rule of the Empire, yeah. you, you will believe or you will disappear. Yeah, exactly. If you're... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they believe in this idea of the Force, which is complete bullshit, and there's no such thing as the force, sure. and, and anybody who's associated with these people are clearly Insane. crazy yeah. and need to be dealt with. That's a good call. Do you think they'll address it in Rogue One, or do you think they'll just ignore it? Um, I mean, I feel like they gotta address this. This being the first real, um, now in canon story between yeah. three and four, I feel like they gotta reference it a little bit. I don't think it's going to be, like, the crux of the whole movie. We've seen in the trailer someone says, may the force be with you. Yeah. And we know that the, um, is it Donnie Yen? Yeah. Is it the blind guy? That... He is force sensitive. He is force sensitive. He's not a Jedi. Correct. He's not a former Jedi. Correct. But he's force sensitive. Yeah. Which Don, I... Donnie Yen, not the character. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the yeah. Actor. Yeah, I saw him... <laughs> I saw him force choke somebody at D23. It was great. Um... 
No, I yeah, so we do have someone who there's a little bit of reference to it, so I think that it's got to be touched upon. Um, do we know we know who Forrest Whitaker is playing? Yes, he's playing a character from Rebels. I forget his name. So he's not like a former Jedi Knight or anything like that. No, okay. he's he's like a he's sort of like a third party person. Right. He's like not on either side. So um, I know that they've also been references to or or not references, but um, theories that the one planet that they go to in Rogue One that you can see in the trailer is like the Jedi Mecca, the Jedi oh. version of Mecca. Sure. Um, so, I, I mean, I, again, I think they have to reference it a little bit. I don't think they're going to make the whole crux of the movie about it. Sure. Um, but I would assume that they try and reference it in some way just to, just to let us know where in the timeline we are, because people know this timeline so well, um, through the novels that even though they're not canon, they kind of have still kept the same timeline. Disney has has taken that yeah so i think they need to there i'm sure they'll reference it just to let you know where exactly in this timeline we are i'm excited for this movie yeah i'm super excited for this yeah. movie and every time i see a trailer for it i'm like oh i'm more excited yeah and the, again they're doing a great they're doing the same thing they did with force awakens where it's like yeah. i see a trailer it looks amazing i have no idea what this is about yes yeah. well it's funny i mean I, we know what it's about and I, you know what it's about but you don't you know what i mean you don't know the central plot right, right. You, you don't know, know you don't know how they're gonna get there yeah, exactly. but the, the i'm i'm really worried i'm not worried i know that disney and lucas i know they're gonna do what they do and it's gonna be amazing but my only concern and we've talked about this right. a few times where um if you know how the characters turn out if you know that they're invulnerable like we were right. talking about luke, luke cage last time that if he's invulnerable how boring it, it, exactly, does this yeah. get boring after so if one? we know that they they i mean we know they get the plans right. We know that the plot of rogue one is to get the plans for the death star to the the rebels right 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 so i mean i'm sure they'll make it interesting it looks very interesting it looks really good and complex so yeah we'll see yeah. what you got um do you know what the new warriors is it's a, no. it's a group of Marvel characters. I believe they're the ones who start off Civil War in the comics. Like, they chase down these Oh, yeah. These, no, the, it, the first Civil War. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. The young kids that, like, right. they want to do it for the publicity, and then right, a house exactly. blows up or right, something. It's a school, but yeah. That's they, right, They kill yeah. a bunch of kids. Yeah, like, yeah. Or, well, they don't, but someone blows up and yeah. kills a bunch of kids. So they're thinking of bringing the new Warriors to television. Ooh. And it will feature okay. one Doreen Green. I don't know if you know that character from Marvel. Know. That is the alias of one Squirrel Girl. Yeah! Do you know Squirrel Girl? I think I've, I've encountered her in my There's, reading travels Man, from she's time great. Time. She's the only person to have ever defeated Doctor Doom. Okay. She is fantastic. She, her powers include being able to communicate with squirrels. She sure. has a small amount of super strength and super speed. Okay. Um, she has a big fluffy squirrel tail. Yeah. She's hysterical. She's, she's on the list of sort of like Daredevil and that sort of world. Where, okay. not, not quite where she... She doesn't know that she's in a comic or anything, but right. she's sort of like half um, comic relief and half like real story. You arc. mean like a Deadpool? What did no, I say? You said Daredevil. No, I didn't. Okay, fair. It's a good thing we don't have anything that recorded what yep. I said to You'll, prove that. We'll never be able to know. <laughs> um, but yes, like like Daredevil in that way. Okay. You did it again. Deadpool in that way. Deadpool in that way. Um, she also is... Did the... you just... You were pausing so you could edit that part out. <laughs> 
<laughs> everything else we're gonna keep in, but just so, so you don't look like a jackass by saying Daredevil twice instead of Deadpool. I want you to know too. Almost every single time in the past two episodes that I've said, "Don't worry, I'll cut that out." I have never it. cut it. I out. never do. I, I cut out everything. Never else. will. I never will. But she's also the nanny for the child of Luke Cage and Jessica Jones in the comics. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, and recently, uh, Anna Kendrick has been publicly saying she would love to play that role. Now, if they bring it to television, I think the odds of her playing it are, are diminished. But if they bring heavily. it to Netflix, I think the odds of her playing it uh, are greatly increased. Could be. Um, we'll see. I mean, Charlie Cox was a, sort of a movie star. Um, he, he wasn't a TV guy. <laughs> I love how you said sort of a movie I mean, sort of. He did, he yeah, yeah, he wasn't, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he then didn't he, have, was, um... he was a sort of minor character in um, <clears throat> that movie with Eddie Redmayne where he, he got his start. Um uh, like, theory, theory of everything. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, he, he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we'll see. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if she'll want to. I don't know that they'll have the budget for her. But, right. But the Russo brothers have also publicly said, "Yeah, give that girl the gig. She's yeah. perfect for Squirrel." Girl. She would be perfect. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so let me ask you this: Do they say? And if they don't, do you have an opinion on where you think it will end up? Like what network? What? Basically, it comes down to ABC or Netflix. Or Fox. <clears throat> Fox could take that. Could they? Yeah, I mean, Fox has a, a history of actually really, really liking superhero stuff like this. So Yeah. I'm saying, well, yeah, but I'm thinking Disney owns it. Disney owns NBC ABC. also does. Has a history of that sort of thing. Didn't they do Heroes? They did Heroes. No, no, no. I'm not saying... Um, I, the reason I think it comes down to ABC or Netflix is because Netflix and Marvel have a good history together. They do, and yet the Runaways is coming to Hulu. That's right. The Runaways are coming to Hulu. Yeah. Um, the other, well, the other th- thing I was thinking is that ABC has Agents of Shield. Yes. So presumably they would put this in the Marvel universe. Yes. So I would assume that it's... And yet, at the same time, it seems like they're trying to just monopolize every channel. So I wouldn't be surprised if they picked an NBC or a Fox. Because they're already on ABC, Netflix, and Hulu. Right, right, right. Yeah, but see, I think that they wouldn't... If if you're Disney, Mm. and you have the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and you just... Oh, you can own anything you want. Why give that to another... And And you own ABC... Why give it to another network? Why not just put it on ABC and then everybody watches ABC? Because you're already getting the ABC viewers. You're already getting the Netflix viewers. You're getting right. The oh, I see viewers. what you're saying. Even even maybe an AMC where you've got... So now we've got basic cable. We've got Netflix. We've right. got Hulu. Maybe even Amazon Prime to, to corner that market. Right, right, right. Um, That'd so be interesting. Get, it would. And so if you get... Uh, Maybe a standard cable right. uh, channel like AMC or, or maybe A&E even right. or something like that. You could get like a real right. something on that. It's probably going to go on like Disney Kids or something. <laughs> um, I, hey, I got a Marvel story. Um, you so... mean you asked me if I wanted Marvel or DC and you had a Marvel story and you went with Harry Potter? I have a Marvel and a DC How can I even story. trust you anymore? I never said that you could. Oh, all right, was, all right, this fair. whole relationship fair. has been predicated on lies. <laughs> Is that why you don't let me leave the apartment? Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know, Andrew and I, it's like if you've seen the movie Room with Brie Larson, it's Ugh. a lot like that. Is that why I'm handcuffed to this chair? Yes. Yes. And if you don't shut up, you will get no Sunday treat. Oh. All right. Um, so, um, yeah, a uh, little little tip of Spider-Man Homecoming Ooh. news came out to uh, this this week, a couple Today. days ago. <laughs> Labor this Day. moment, <laughs> right now, breaking news on Thursday. Um, no, uh, 
So as we knew before, Tony Stark is going to show up in Spider-Man Homecoming. I already know what you're going to say, and I'm super excited. I was going to ask. Happy Hogan is going to be there, too. Yay! Excited to see this character back? Yes. How much do you like this character? Uh, I love... First of all, I love Happy Hogan. Secondly, I love John Favreau as Happy Hogan. Yes. He's so good. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Try and predict now the Happy Hogan scene that he's going to be in. Like, where do, do you... Is it Hogan with Spider-Man? Is it Hogan with... Well, he's, with, his, he's his driver. I predict, yeah. I predict that... Um, uh, uh, Tom Holland, Peter Parker, will get out right. of school. Okay. And waiting, you know, out front will be Tony Stark and Happy will be, like, smoking a cigarette in the background or something. And you'll hear him, like, he'll say something, like, some sort of standoffish comment that's like, what, this kid? You know, or something. He's like, this little twerp! I think, you know what, I'm gonna, I like that. I'm gonna amend it. I think Peter Parker gets out of school, Tony Stark is not there, Happy Hogan has to, is standing... Next to like the car with the little like sign like a valet does oh, like the Parker sign, but he looks really pissed. He has to do this. <laughs> yeah. Like this is totally that's a waste of his good. time. And he's like, "Get get in the car. Let's yeah. go. Let's go." And there's a brief. There'll probably be a brief scene of witty dialogue between Tom Holland oh, and Happy Hogan in the car yeah. on the way there, where um, Tom Holland says something that gets under Happy Hogan's skin, but. Totally zings him by accident. And uh, and then they get there and there'll probably be a scene with the three of them. Why did you even ask me if you had such a gem in your pocket? Well, no. I, it came off of yours. It's genius. I like... Well, I mean, you came up with the school and Thank I just you. ran with it. Right? I came up with the school. Yeah, you came up with the idea. <laughs> I named it. I built it. Yep. Um, yeah, so that's, that's, that's exciting. Pretty great. Yeah. I've got... Uh, did you hear there's news... Um, so Brad Bird okay. had uh, something I, to say about The Incredibles 2. Ooh, I, just for the record, love The Incredibles. Yeah, it's great. It's, I mean, in a way, it, it helped, I think, start this world that we're in now. Yeah. Like superhero movies that yeah. are so well made. I cannot wait for this for this. Yeah. So movie. they've been working on it for the past two years. They still don't know if it's going to be ready by 2019, which their, <sighs> was their original date. Uh. So And it's still in development now. And they've been working on it for two years. And uh, Brad, Brad Bird had said that... Um, they're trying to make it so that the movie stands out from Marvel and DC, but right. it's still something that you can reference as a classic superhero movie. So it has to have the ties of Marvel and DC movies, but it still has to be different from those two and gotcha. pave its own road gotcha. like in the classic Pixar fashion. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's, you know, I didn't think of it until now, but is it... Do you think it's more difficult now to make an Incredibles movie given the marketplace full of... That, that it's been flooded full of superhero movies? Or do you think it's easier? In that, um, we've now seen a lot of... We've, we've seen a lot of it. So it's like, there's not as much... The, the Incredibles are not as much of a novelty as they were when the first one came out. Yeah, we've seen the strong guy. We've seen the stretch person. Yeah. We've seen the fast person. And even just the plot points. Here's, here's the thing. There's yes and no. So there's... It's going to be harder. Right. Because... A lot of the good stuff is being done, you know? It's it's going to be hard to veer away from something that has already worked. Okay. Um, and especially as a Pixar movie, you have to do that. I mean, the one time they didn't was when they remade Doc Holliday into Cars, and people really didn't like it. That's what that movie is? Yeah. it's. I mean, it's I've never seen it. Although they did, they did remake, um, although this wasn't a huge success either, but they did remake Akira Kurosawa's uh, Seven Samurai into Bug's Life. and But people mostly liked oh, that. Yeah. It had an okay, okay uh, reception. But... Um, 
so on the one hand, yes, it's going to be very difficult because they have to be Pixar. They have to do something new. And this is something that's been done nearly to death. Right. Um, on the other hand, it's basically a Fantastic Four movie, and both of those have been terrible, so the bar is low. <laughs> that's true. That's very true. I mean, I, I will say this. What I think one of the things that The Incredibles has going for it is that if you watch the first one, it actually, more than a, a superhero movie, it's a James Bond movie. If you think oh, about it, sure. You know, you have yeah. you have the elements of a superhero um, team and and those tropes, but it's like James Bond with superpowers. Yeah, it's James Bond with superpowers. I mean, if you the tone of it yeah. is actually more James Bond. The types of characters you come into contact with. Yep. Like Mirage. Right. The, the woman. This all the style him. of yeah. it. You know the the um, the evil villain. The evil villain. Yeah, the, the island. Twist. Yeah, yes. the island. Sure. Yeah, yeah. All of that is like. It's actually more of a Bond movie than it is a superhero movie. So yeah. as long, I think if they stay true to that, sure. then we still... That's then good, yeah, because be we haven't had anything like that. The closest we've gotten was Winter Soldier, which was really more of like a that's a t- like That's a more identity. like a... Yeah, it's, that's like a Tom Clancy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. they went out of their way to try and do that, right. to do like a Tom Clancy. I wouldn't say they went out of their way. No, I'm um, sorry. Yeah. That, that was, But that was their that idea was the goal, of like, yeah. we want to do this. Yes. Um... Yeah, so good. I'm. I mean, I'm all for this movie. Yeah, this movie's gonna be fantastic. Um, hey, I have some DC news. I have, and this is, I think, a first for us in three episodes of being a comic book podcast. I have actual comic book news. Hey, hey, hey! We have said comic book geek and movie news. That's I think true. every time. But we have. We finally finished we, the trifecta. Yeah, yeah. We finally closed the circle. Illuminati. Yeah. Um, DC just announced um, Justice League versus the Suicide Squad. It's going to be oh, a run yeah. of, of comics that are going to come out um, in January. That's cool. Uh, what's interesting about this is they're finally going to... It's been... Oh, sorry, I'm reading and talking. That never works. Um, basically, what they're saying is this is going to be kind of rebirth phase two. Um, Rebirth is the is the new line that they came out with. Uh, I want to say two months ago, three months ago, something like that. Sure. Uh, where they they just basically got rid of the new Fifty Two and revamped all of their their heroes back into the original continuity. Right. They oh, kind they, of merged it all together. Oh, okay, that was going to be my question. Yeah. So it's so it's sort of a different timeline. It's not quite the same. It's not quite the same. So basically what happened in and it's a one rebirth itself is just a one issue thing. Uh it's it was just a one off. And basically in that issue, spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't read it, um Wally West is trapped in the timeline. Or in the time stream. Sure. Um, what happened was someone, and they're, again, spoiler, 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 they're pretty sure it's Dr. Manhattan from mm-hmm. The Watchmen. Right. Um, removed 10 years from the DC universe. And uh, Wally West is now trapped in the time stream because his um, becoming the Kid Flash? No. See, this is where it kind of falls. Basically, Wally West is trapped in the time stream because he... Because Dr. Manhattan removed 10 years that had Wally West in it. Okay. And so Wally West never essentially existed in the New 52. Sure. And so we follow him and he's trying to get back 
into actual time. Like he's trying to get back into the world. And so he start, he's starting to fade away. He's starting to fall apart. If he stays in the time stream any longer, he's going to just disappear from existence. And so you follow him as he tries to come back. Um, and he, he visits people who definitely would have known him and tries to get them to remember him. Oh. And if they can remember him, then it all, you know, yeah. then it kind of undoes everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so he visits Iris. He visits right. the Titans. Right. Um, none of them remember. He goes to Barry Allen. Barry doesn't remember him. And there's actually this beautiful scene in it where um, he says, he's Barry's like, I don't know who you are. And all of a sudden Wally goes, I can feel myself slipping away. This is it. It's okay. And he says, I just want to say, thank you for a great life. Wow. You've, everything you've taught me is You're an amazing... He just... He, like, gives this whole big monologue. And then, at the very last second, he says something like... Um, he's, he basically says, you were right, every second is a gift. And there's a moment, and Barry Allen goes, Wally! And he grabs him <laughs> and pulls him out of the time. It's beautiful. Yeah. Um, it's really well done. Uh... So now, since then, everything has changed, and, yeah. and he has re-entered the world, and, and people's memories are starting to... Sure. Like, there was evidence now left behind of, um, like, the comedian's pin and things like that. So, they... they At the end, they said, you know, we're going to investigate this, and da-da-da. And they haven't really done a whole lot with it. Yeah. Like, Batman found the comedian's pin, and there were three Jokers, and to my knowledge, oh, they yeah. haven't really touched on that what again is it with dc villains and just being like how, how do they have so many villains who utilize humor like joker comedian riddler trickster, riddle well yeah. riddler sure but but riddler the name Listen, i guess riddle, that's entertaining riddles riddles are funny are, they're entertaining but like trickster yeah i know you know yeah toy man sure yeah. yeah yeah i mean they're the bright they're the bright happy universe that's why all <laughs> of those cities are made up sure you know um so they uh, back to the to this story. They said that Justice League versus Suicide Squad is going to kind of pick up and actually um, work some of those threads out and uh, kind of continue their investigation into what actually happened and who's behind it. Um, which is about damn time because it's kind of annoying. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Like I was really I read Rebirth and I was like, oh, I can really get into this and I want to follow. I definitely want to follow all the the issues that follow these storylines. And it it like hasn't really. Teen Titans has because Wally West has now joined the Teen Titans again. Yeah. So it's kind of picked up investigating what happened because Wally actually has first hand knowledge that all this happened and everybody else just kind of sort of knows something was weird but um yeah so that's coming out in january that is the end of this story what else you got do you got anything else yeah i got some things um do you do you remember the sony leak that happened a long time ago oh yeah yeah well and stuff came out like about idris elba i remember um which is pretty funny like they they said uh that, you know, there was discussion about Idris Elba being the next James Bond. And yes. they, they turned him down. They said they, they knocked that uh, idea down. Which is a dumb thing to do. It is a dumb thing to do. It's it. Look, there are reasons he shouldn't be James Bond. He's getting a little old. If you want a James Bond for the next 15 years, he might not be the right one. True. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that being said, their reasoning was he's just not handsome enough. 
which sounds like racism to me, but I'm no judge. But anyway, I've always thought it was strange that yeah. Sony is now doing the Dark Tower series. Yes. Um, starring Idris Elba. Yes. And some news has come out. Ron Howard mm. talked a little bit about why they chose him. No because references were he's made. Just handsome enough. Just handsome enough to be Roland. But yeah. they, there was no um, no uh, mention mm. of the Sony leak or anything. But Ron sure. Howard said uh, Idris brings the, this crucial combination of coiled danger, quiet charisma, undercurrents of complexity and nobility, and a kind of timeless cool. These are the elemental qualities of Roland in my mind. Also, he's super, super sexy. Yeah. He's the yeah. most handsome man in the world. Also, yeah. he was in the office and we felt like that would help out. <laughs> um, are you excited about the Dark Tower series? The Dark Tower movies? I have intentionally avoided it because I want to see the movies first and then read the book. This movie has been being made for like fi- like 15 years. It's or been a while. Because J.J. Abrams had it for a long time and yes. then he said he couldn't do it anymore and then Ron Howard swooped it up. I th- didn't didn't Ron Howard have it and then didn't have it oh, and then know. now has it again? I don't think like so. That? I think he swooped in and Did took it when, when, take it when J.J. Abrams did it. Um, yeah, Matthew McConaughey's in this. And man, everyone is just trying to like make these franchises. There's going to be three movies and a TV show that ties the three movies together. Yeah. Are there even channels left? Is there even space on television? They'll make it. There's, there, if there's not space on television, you know where there is space? The internet. Yeah. Yeah. Netflix, Hulu, streaming um, sites. Yeah. I, I mean, I think they're going to do, I think it's going to go to like HBO or one of those, Cinemax, yeah, something like that, Showtime. That would make sense. Um, I think I heard that somewhere. This was also, but that was also the plan with, it. it I mean, this has gone through, it's weird. They've taken the model and adopted it to um, Stephen King novels three different times now. It was going to be The Stand originally. Oh. They were going to do, I think it was a... I think it was a movie, and then a TV miniseries, and then another movie, and then at one point it was. Well, a they TV... made a they made a miniseries. No, I mean this was going to be another yeah. One. But originally the plan was going to be for the sand to do, and I didn't mean for that to rhyme. Um, was I think it was then at some point it was like TV series leading into the movie, sure, or something like that. Yeah, and then then the stand fell through, so then they were just going to do it with it. Oh, and but now, now, but now they're but making, now they're the making movie, it, yeah. and they're just going to make it into two movies. Oh, are they? Yeah, two movies it's, again? Because the way have you ever read it? Mm. I'm a big Stephen King fan. I actually love a lot of his books. I really like his movies. Uh, I like the Langoliers. Nice. <laughs> um, but it takes place in two different time periods. It takes yes. place in the 50s. Yeah, and I've the seen 80s. the movie a million times. Yeah. Okay. So they're taking. They're just splitting it up. They're doing oh. one movie with one time period and doing another movie. Well, with because the, the I believe one. the first movie was split it was at least split into two vhs tapes i remember that yes i Um, remember that too and they they still split it up but it was going at the same time yeah and that's how the book is the book is like one or two chapters in the 50s then it flashes forward because it kind of like they you know the different events parallel a pattern right um but this they're gonna do what, what they're shooting now is the 50s which i think they've moved up to the 80s now I think they Fine. they just time warped sure. it up yeah. to the um, to the 80s and then the next movie is going to see. Be I would much rather see day. a movie. You know, you haven't seen Stranger Things yet. No, which, by I've the not. way, is um, this is a small piece of news that we don't have to talk too much about, but it's not even on my list. But um, season which, two, season it's two, already, yeah, 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 they're yeah. they're already doing it. But there's something to be said too about I, I feel like people have been afraid to make period, and I I can't believe I'm using this term about this decade, but if period I, pieces of the 80s. Yeah. Um, 
because it is very close to still what we wear now and even the 90s becomes a little difficult but right. you know there's there's something ambitious and I, I i would really love to see it done in the original timeline i do too i you know i do too i i'm looking forward to this movie i i've seen the pictures of the clown yeah he looks and he fine. looks i think he looks great um i think he should look more clowny i think he looks more like i like i'm worried it's gonna be i'm worried it's gonna be a jump scare movie oh i see what you're saying well well, yeah, I, they could. It might be. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I, you're right. The one thing that I've always thought about this when I when I hear about the movie is, I kind of wish they were doing it 50s and 80s. Yeah. But then again, that's also really expensive because then you have to you have to um, make everything period 50s. And then you have to make everything period 80s. I suppose. You, you know, you're doing two different. Listen, I don't know movies. what the budget was for Stranger Things, but whatever it is, yeah. they can double it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. So anyway, Dark Tower. Also looking forward. To it. I haven't read the uh, any of those. Yeah. I'm kind of waiting to. There's read There's a those. comic series too that I've wanted to read. There is. I, well, I'm trying to wait to read those because, like I said, I'm a big Stephen King fan. Yeah. And I've read a bunch of his novels already, mm-hmm. and I have a bunch more. Um, and the Dark Tower series is supposed to be like a crux between. Oh. All of his right. novels. That's right, yeah. Um, I mean, all of his novels exist in the same universe, which once you realize that, it makes his no- it's it makes all of his books way more interesting. Because there are little threads and nods to um, his other work sure. throughout all of them. I think the only one I've read is The Green Mile. That's a, isn't that a short story? Yeah, I mean, it's six small books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like a novella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... That's probably yeah, and there are probably references yeah, to probably, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So cool. I haven't read them. I'm sure the movie's gonna be great. Right. Yeah. Do you have anything? Else? I got one more thing. Me now too. That- we timed this well. Mm-hmm. Uh, one uh, one more DC thing. Um, did you hear that they're developing another Berlanti verse? No. Television show? No. Which one? Black Lightning. Oh, yeah. Do you know Black Lightning? I know very little. So Black Lightning is a hero. um, uh, This is actually, I think, of all of the the characters they could have grabbed, I think this is a great idea. He's not very well known. Yeah. He came about in the 70s. Um, His name is Jefferson. The character's name is Jefferson Pierce. He has exactly the powers that you think he has. Um, He's, He's black and can utilize lightning? Yeah. And um, <laughs> when he was for, and he he doesn't wear it anymore. I I actually knew got to know this character when I was a kid because I had one of these Who's Who comics. They used to print out like these Who's Who's where they would give you just like a picture of the character and like a bio. Oh and sure, it, yeah. Um, and uh, he was in there, and he had like an afro, and he has like a Phantom of oh, the Opera cool. mat. It was very seventies. Um, this is what he looks like now. This is the costume. Nice. Yeah, he Which, looks pretty awesome. By the way, what I like, I feel fairly uncomfortable taking what what is it? What is up with comic book companies taking just being like, oh, I know, we'll make him black. Well, we have to put the word black in it. <laughs> that was done in the seventies. That yeah. was he. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Black yeah. Panther, yep. Black Lightning, yep. Black Luke Cage. That's not a real one, is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's not. But everybody, everybody, as I remember in the comics, whenever they had dialogue and they had to say his name. <laughs> They were like, Luke Cage, you know, the black guy. Yeah. Um, but they would, uh, we should probably cut that part out. <laughs> um, but I think, because it, it's not a very well-known character, I think this is a great choice. Um, because I think it it then gives 
audiences a chance to really get to know a character. And in all honesty, um, the multitude of um, superheroes have been a little on the paler side. Yeah, true that. Um, especially yeah, I mean... in the DCW channel. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, Supergirl, Flash, Arrow... Yeah. Legends of Tomorrow. You know, it's funny. One of the things, and we'll talk about this when we talk about the Flash show, but one of the things I really like about the Flash is that they do a pretty good job, I feel like, of statistic diversity. There's, yeah. There's a good amount of people of color in the show. Yep. There's, there are, I've only gotten through the first season and there are three recurring gay characters. Yes. Which is pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they do yeah. a pretty good job. Um, yeah, I mean, they made the West black. Yeah, the, the West family. Kid Flash is now black. Oh, okay. Spoiler alert, sorry. Sure. Um, the, you kind of, I mean, Wally shows up in season two and once Wally shows up, you know, he's going to be the yeah, yeah. flash. Um, but, but there's, yeah, there's, um, the, the, I think the DA is, is a person of color in some aspects, uh, who, who's a recurring character. Um, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. The police chief A lot of the metahumans. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The police chief and his fiance. But yeah. Um, so anyway, I, again, this is a good character. Um, I don't know. He, the other thing was he used to reside in Metropolis or Gotham City. One of those two. It was one of the big ones because I know he would encounter either Superman or Batman. Sure. So I'm I'm interested to see if they actually put him in his city of origin or if they like sure. use one of the more minor ones, Midway or something like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's not much news. They just announced that it's going to come. Um, I don't think they have, a, they, you know, obviously they haven't casted anything. They haven't really announced it. Did you say casted? Yeah. That's not a word. Casted? They haven't cast anything. I hate you. The past tense of cast is cast. You know what? You said Daredevil <laughs> instead of Deadpool three uh, times. You're right, I'll jump out the window. Yeah, exactly. Um... Anyway, they haven't cast anyone yet, so uh, you know we'll we'll I'll keep sharing as I hear more about it. So Lindsay Lohan <laughs> has finally lost her her court battle with um, Grand Theft Auto Five. Are you gonna just show me a picture of Lindsay Lohan? Yes. Okay. Do you know what she looks like? No. Oh, good. <laughs> then then never mind. Oh, good. But no, she there was there's character art on the cover of the game, and Lindsay Lohan. What? What? What is this? Wait. Grand Theft about... Auto. Yes. There's character art of yeah. the characters on right. the cover of the game, like the game And cover. one looks like Lindsay Lohan? So evidently someone either brought to her attention or she saw. I mean, it depends on who you ask if it looks like her, because remember, she lost the case. Right. But I have a comparison picture here. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So Which Grand Theft Auto is five. this? Okay. So on the cover of Grand Theft Auto V, there is a there's character art of a blonde woman in a bikini throwing up peace signs, taking a selfie or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. So um, she, Lindsay Lohan, thought this looked enough like her that she had a, a, enough to win a court case. Sure. Um, so she took it to trial. She lost, presuming nice. the Supreme Court doesn't pick it up. God, I hope they don't. Right. So these are the pictures, though. Wait. I don't know what that side picture is. What? That's Lindsay Lohan. That's not Lindsay Lohan. Yes, it is. The one, the one on the, the one with the, in the girl in the hat. That's Lindsay Lohan. They're both Lindsay Lohan. Are they? Yes. Here, hold on. Maybe I don't know what Lindsay Lohan looks like. <laughs> Let me find another one. Uh, here we go. Here's 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 another one. Here you go. How about that? 
you know... A little bit. A little but bit. But not much, But right? not much. Not enough. Yeah, I don't buy... I, I'm not I'm not gonna... Yeah, I know. It's just a generic... You know, we... we I mean, Lindsay Lohan was created in the exact same fashion that this character art was created. In that people were like, what do people want to see? And then they turned this young girl into this right. p- caricature of yes. a pop star. Right. In the same way that they drew this caricature of, a, of right. some person. Yeah. 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 yeah that's... <laughs> I can't believe she did that. That's hilarious. I know. I don't know how long this has been going on, but she finally lost. <laughs> and so in the end, we all win. Um... <laughs> Cool, you got anything else? News-wise, I meant. No. Okay, cool. Let's go <laughs> on to the next thing. So, um, you want to tell the people, the good people of the world, what our uh, little little uh, assignment was for this week? Yeah, sure. So, I, I, I came up with the idea of uh, we could recast some of the movie universes that have been made, either the Marvel Universe or the DC Universe, yep. and you decided that you should take on the DC Universe and I should take on the Marvel Universe. I think so, that's for the best. So, we did just that. I thought it would be funny if we switched that, and I was like, I don't know who any of these people are. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we For a hot second, we were going to do, the, I was going to do the Marvel and you were yeah. going to do the DC, and then we realized... Um, Neither, neither of us know any of the characters in yeah, the other like, one. Yeah, uh, like Danny Pudi as Shazam. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, he would be good. Um, no, he wouldn't. Cool. So do you... I'll tell you what. Yours looks a little more... Look, I made a lot because I wasn't sure how many you would do. I've got, like, sets of things. I've got the Avengers. I've got the Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm. I've got the TV guys. What? The Netflix guys. Oh, really? Yeah. And then um, I've got a couple other bonus ones. So I, just, start... I wasn't sure how many you were going to get, okay. so I was just like... Go, I go, go. did barely anything. I, um, but uh, let's start, I want to hear Well, yours Avengers. is harder, too, because we've got two movies so far. Yeah. I've yeah. got I've got a whole universe of characters. Yeah, after a while I started just thinking, like, random character, Just anybody for anything type of thing. Do you want to go back and forth? No, let's do let's do all Marvel and all all do, like let, we'll just right. kind of yeah yeah. So the the first one, I, I wanted it was the hardest one. I needed to figure out who to play Tony Stark. I know it's difficult, right? It's tough because that is perfect it's him. casting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of these were so difficult, yeah. but I just <clears throat> I eventually landed on Colin Farrell. You know, that's a good one. I will definitely give you that one. Thank you. You'll give me Colin Farrell as Tony Stark? Yeah, I... That would be pretty cool. You know... You're going to front the money to make that movie and get the rights and everything? Oh, God, no. That'd be a train wreck. But I think he would look good. (laughs) I think he'd look good on screen as as Tony Stark. Um, Yeah, I could definitely see it. I could definitely see him in the costume. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd be good. Yeah, I think he'd be great. Uh, Who else we got? Uh, I got... I decided to take some choices that... Don't look at my list. I can't read your chicken scratch doctor handwriting anyway, so it doesn't matter. Also, I can't read upside down. Also, I can't read. (laughs) So it doesn't matter. I love that you compared me to a doctor. That's the nicest thing. No, just your handwriting. I don't care. Okay. I'm going to take it. Hey, get it where you can get it. So some of these these might be, you know, people will disagree with, but this next one is a good example. Well, it's the internet, so everyone's going to agree with, disagree with everything. That's true. Just let it fly. You ready? This is a good one. Okay. I'm proud of this one. Okay. Uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson as Captain America. I, yeah, you know what? I'll go with that. Yeah. He, yeah. he has to be just like an inhuman kind of looking person. Yeah. And not only that, but like he has to be like very um, 
likable to yeah, everyone and exactly. their mom. Yes, like, exactly. You, it has to be someone who looks badass in the costume, yeah. but at the same time, you would totally want to bring to Thanksgiving dinner. Yep. Be a good time. Absolutely. So, uh, for Bruce Banner... This is interesting. Okay, this should be an interesting one. Did you look at it? No, I didn't. Okay. I'm just... I'm, it's just an interesting character. It is an on. interesting character. I've, I've gone in sort of a different direction. Okay. Uh, I'm thinking Oscar Isaac, full beard. Yeah. Yeah. He would make a good yes. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen uh, the picture that he that Andrew just showed me is from Ex Machina? Have you seen Ex Machina? I haven't seen it, but I'm pretty. It's really good, and actually, seeing him in Ex Machina makes me go. He'd probably play a really good. Are you sure this is from that movie? I'm positive because I've seen it. Okay. Without saying anything about it yet, did you read um, Hawkeye? At least some of it. Yes, yes, I read all of it. We'll get into it during reading assignments, but yes, <laughs> I read all of it. That's either great or terrible. This is who I was thinking for Hawkeye. Okay. One, Jesse Williams. <gasps> yes! Right? Ooh, from Grey's Anatomy? Yes. Yeah. Yes. He would I, be great, right? Yeah, he was, would be good. I was thinking about it because I was like, Jeremy Renner doesn't, because my, my notion of Hawkeye is from the comics. Right. And Jeremy Renner's fine, but like this dude just is like... The other thing about thing. Jesse Williams is, um, first of all, I... Uh, Alright, I gotta confess this on air. I actually do watch Grey's Anatomy. I've seen it. I'm not a big fan. Um, yeah, I, I can understand that. It, oh, it's very predictable. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the reasons I like it. It's like It's one of those shows I'm like, I can put this on and watch it and just not think for like an hour yeah, sure. and just don't even care. But he's really good on it. The other thing is that you think by looking at that guy, you know what he's... You know his range. Yeah. You know what he's got to give. Sure. Um... And he's actually, in real life, A, brilliant. Yes. He's super smart. smart. Yeah. And B, like, the nicest guy in the world. Like, he's a big humanitarian and everything like that. He's also great. He'll pop up in other things, Mm -hmm. and he's fantastic. He was in, um, it's not Selma. He's in, uh, The Butler. Oh, great. And he plays this teacher. He was also a professor. Oh, really? Oh, a, yeah, that makes sense. At somewhere. I forget where. But well, it, I, could, I could really see him being like, I don't want to help these people, but I'm going to help these Yeah, people. that's the thing. You is know? What I was saying <laughs> this is, is my that day off. he's super good looking. <laughs> yeah. But at the, and so you think automatically, oh, he's in Cabin in the Woods, isn't he? He is in Cabin in the Woods. As whom? He's one of the friends who gets killed. He's one of the kids... You've seen Cabin in the yeah. Woods, right? Yeah. He. I swear to you, what? he's in, he, he's in Cabin in the Woods. I'm looking at it right now um, because I hope I don't have to agree with you on something. But you you look at him and you're like, oh, I know everything about this guy. I know exactly what he's got to offer, and you could totally dirty him up. I don't. You could gr- like yeah yeah grunge him up and make him a kind of a worn superhero. I could totally see that. That's actually a really inspired choice. So kudos to you. You're right. He is in Cabin in the Woods. Yeah. And I loved that movie. So That's a it automatically great movie. means we should put him in everything. Yes. It's All a right. fantastic Next movie. choice. Go for it. And I was not on board with this person, this actress, for a long time. Also, side note. Yep. This would be kind of a lateral move, but he could also play Falcon. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, lateral move from what's his name that we have now. Yeah, yeah. Sam. Nope. Nope. That's the character. That's the character's name. Um,. Oh my god, what is his name? Any other time of the day, I'd know his name. Smith Smith. Yep, that's it. Alright, so this next person I was not on board with, uh, she's from Game of Thrones. Okay. And I've never really been a fan, but uh, after seeing Hunger Games, I sort of became more of a fan. I'm, I'm starting to get on the train. Okay. Natalie Dormer as um, Black Widow. Ooh, yes, I like her look. By the way, if you don't know any of these people, 
play along, look them up as we say them. Um, yeah, no, I'm trying to think. She was in that. Have you seen any of the Hunger Games movies? Yeah, seen them all. Okay, so she was the reporter or something. She's a, like, a, yeah, like a she's in the last person. two. She's like right? the, the head. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So next, I'm going into Netflix shows. Okay. And I've got. Do you know who Matthew Fox is? Show me. A he was picture. in Lost. Oh yeah, yeah, I know who Matthew Fox as is. Daredevil. Yep. Yep. And you know he'll. You know he'd be good because he plays. Um, you know he'd be good in the mask. Because he's in Speed Racer as Ugh, Racer X. Don't. No, but what I'm saying no, is you've sure seen wasn't. him. That movie doesn't exist. It was never made. You don't You don't like John Goodman acting with a monkey? Was that Joaquin Phoenix? No, that was... Um, Wasn't Joaquin Phoenix in that? No. That was... Uh, is it Emil Hirsch is his name? The guy who was in the Wilderness movie. He goes off to Alaska. Oh, jeez. This is ridiculous. The Gray? The Fray? No. The Gray? That was the name of it. Uh, hold on. Liam Neeson fights wolves. Nope. Yeah, it's Emil Hirsch. Into the Wild. He, The kid uh, who was in Into the Wild was Speed Racer. This guy. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Matthew Fox. I'm good with it. I've I watched Lost. I true. liked him in Lost. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. Um, next up, I've got for Jessica Jones... So, Kristen Ritter, who currently plays Jessica Jones, was in a little show called Gilmore Girls. Yes! Yeah, and the main girl, the young the young actress in yes. Gilmore Girls, was Alexis Bledel. Yeah! I will totally... Yes! Right? Yes! I'm uh, on board for all of these so far. Yeah, it's I'm, great, right? Yeah, you it, are... I, it took me a long time, but I'm, I'm, I'm working on it. Alexis Bledel. I, yeah, I am... Um, my, one of, my wife's favorite show is Gilmore Girls. Yeah. And so I have watched... All the way through it, I'm literally on the last episode. I have not finished <laughs> it's pretty it. Pretty good. I mean, I've, I've, I'm excited about the the new the new um, episodes coming out. Yep. I like it. it. You know, you think you hear about the show and you think you again. It's the Jesse Williams of TV shows. You look at it and you think you know exactly what it is, and then yep. you watch it and you're like, ah, oh, this is not what I thought it was. It was yep. actually really good. Plus, Sean Gunn's in it. Yeah, he's and great. he's brilliant. I mean, a lot it. of the cast members. I mean, it's where Melissa McCarthy got her start, yeah. and she's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, a lot of the people in it are really, really good. Um, Sean Gunn has the has one of the funniest lines in this show. I literally laughed about this for days. He walks in. He, his character's name is Kirk. He walks in and they go, Hey, Kirk, why don't you have a seat? And he goes, I can't. These are not my pants. And he never <laughs> explains it. It never is explained or referenced again. I don't know what it meant. I don't know where it came from. But it was the funniest thing I've ever You know, he would have been great to play Weasel in the Deadpool movie. He would have been good. Yeah, he's yeah. great. Yeah. Um, it's also got, um, well, I mean, Kristen Ritter and some other people, but... Uh, yeah, Kristen Ritter, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's good in it. I had a, I had a thought of another person who's in it. I um, start there, but I can't remember who it was. Adam Brody was there. Oh, um, oh well, Jared Padalecki. Yes. Um, and um, another one of uh, uh, Rory, Lorelai, I'm going to mix it up, Rory's boyfriends. Um, the guy who played, um, actually, I've got him on here as a character, um, Milo Ventimiglia. Yeah, Milo, who was, who was uh, on Heroes. Yeah, Peter yeah. Petrelli. And uh, there's, a, I mean, if you watch the the cast of that show throughout the the seasons, like most of them have gone on to do really good. Yeah. Milo did. Um, the guy who plays Logan then went on to have a starring role on The Good mm, Wife. Right. And then um, I'm trying to think who else. Uh, if you watch, there's one episode where um, what's his name. Uh, from Mad Men. Oh yeah, John Ham. John Ham shows up 
randomly. Uh, Seth MacFarlane is in it. Oh, I didn't know. That. He's in an episode, and and you show he shows up, and you're like, Seth, what? Um, Danny he- Danny Strong is in it a lot too. Emmy Award nominated screenwriter, star of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Creator of the show Empire. Oh, yes. Small white guy. <laughs> I'm not kidding. They always are. No, this guy is one... If you ever watch... Sometimes it's funny to watch um, Danny Strong's Emmy acceptance speeches because they always have to lower the mic because it comes up to his eyes. Yeah. It's really funny. That makes funny. sense. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to breeze through a few more of yeah, these. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Punisher, leave Schreiber. Yes. Right? And uh, Luke Cage, which took me a long time because... Yeah. I was like, I don't know any other jacked black men. Yeah. And then I Personally? googled, uh, yeah, yeah, or otherwise, yeah. I googled jacked black men, and how'd that work out? For it you? worked out great. <laughs> but actually, literally the only I made sure not to put it on images. Okay. <laughs> and the literally every single entry on Google that it recommended for me was just Terry Crews. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Which is fine. Man. He'd be fine, but he's very funny. He's kind of goofy. I don't know if he would be great for Luke Cage, but eventually I came up with one. Okay. Uh, do you know the actor Michael Jai White? Yes. So he was I in, do. for those of you who don't know, he was in The Dark Knight. Knight. Yeah. Uh, and he's sort of the mob boss, I believe, yes. who um, the Joker says, Do you want to see a disappearing trick? I'm going to make he... this pencil disappear. He kills one of his. I guys. believe. He played... Did he, he play just, Blade? He's or massive. was he Oh, I don't know. Rumored to play Blade. You're thinking of Wesley Snipes. No, I, uh, there was a TV show. You're thinking of Wesley Snipes. <laughs> oh, he was Spawn. Sure. Okay. That's right. Yeah. He was Spawn. Um, and the man is just a brick wall. He, he's massive. Yes. Um, it doesn't look like he did play Blade. So I'm going to throw on, uh, if not Luke Cage, Blade. I think sure. he'd be a good blade. Yeah. Uh, next, so here's one that that I really like as well. Okay. Um, and this is Iron Fist, and he's generally speaking supposed to be from America, right. but I've decided to go on Tony Jaa. Yeah. Do you know who that is? Uh, the name sounds familiar. I'm looking up an image of him right now. So I believe he's from Thailand. Tony Jaa is a just a force of nature. Yeah. He does things that are should be impossible through the acts of physics. Yeah, um, I'm just going through this guy's IMDb credits right now. He's astounding. Yeah. Um, he came out of nowhere with a, a Thai film called Ongbok. And yeah. he's he's a Muay Thai gymnast. And he does things that are just impossible. Hmm. Um, with no wire work. Right. You know, he's, right. he's outrageous. Um, and I think, and the, the whole point of, I don't know how much you know about Iron Fist, but the whole idea is that uh, when he's a young man, he's traveling from New York to, uh, I think, um, some mystical Asian city that was discovered by his father. They're going there uh, sure. with his family. And That's just him, what you do. Yeah. And his dad's business partner. That's a vacation. And while they're climbing up a cliff, right. um, the business partner who's in love with Danny's mom kills Danny's dad by kicking him off the cliff and Ooh. then offers to save the mother and child. The mother says, no, you just killed my husband. We're going to run off this way. She is about to be like, they're both about to be eaten by wolves. She covers her son to protect him. What? Is killed by these wolves. And then out of nowhere, the people of this mystical city who have these magical martial arts powers kill all the wolves with bows and arrows. The mother is dead. They find this child underneath her and they bring him to this, to their city. He is raised to learn the magical arts that they teach. He becomes the best student that they have. And once he's of age, he flies back to New York to find the man who killed his father. So I think this could work with... Tony Jaw's English is terrible. Right. But it's good enough to be understood. But, like, you would never think that he was from New York. Right. But I think it could work as, like, 
they're from the surrounding area and this guy he he eventually finds out yeah. where did my where did the killer my father's killer run off to oh he's in New York and he just travels to New York yeah. for the first time yes I think that yeah 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 I think that would have been great yeah so Which it couple, allows for like a nice little fish out of water story yes, with exactly it. if he's yeah. one in Ong Bak he play that's sort of the plot of Ong Bak is he plays this guy from this village that um, their like deity statue has been sure. stolen, yeah, and they pray to it and they say, "Oh no, the harvest is going to go wrong." They have these beliefs. He just right. there's no roads, and so they have a test to see who will go to the city and try to find it. And the test is whoever can climb the tree the the fastest. Nice, <laughs> like it's this podunk little area, and right, then he right. goes to like um, Bangkok or something. Oh, and where just so, he's, yeah, he, exactly. yeah, his mind is just blown. Um, so next to these, I'm not going to go through. I have a whole bunch of others, but I'm sure. just going to give you some uh, some bonus okay. ones yeah, that me. I that I really like. Rocket Raccoon, Joe Pesci, love it. Um, Groot, Ron Perlman, go for it. Yeah, right. Doctor Strange, this is one I really like. Ooh. Ben Wishaw, yeah, I like him. Nick Fury, Stephen Lang. The, um, I mean, Stephen Lang was just meant to be Nick Fury. Yeah, exactly. Um, Ant Man, Joseph Gordon Levitt. <laughs> Ooh. No or yeah, I, I you know I see the merit in the casting. Yeah, I just I I think I'm I actually just, I like I'm kind of over Joseph Gordon. Yeah, Levitt, sure. Well, here's so. the thing: is that like there's so many of these that I'm like, look, Colin Farrell would be a great Tony Stark, but he's no Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. I feel the same way about um, Joseph Gordon Levitt. I feel like of the characters in the Ant Man movie, like he, Rudd just nails nails it. it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the last one is Winter Soldier, hmm. Milo uh, Vent, Venton, Vermiglia, that, that, that Smith. Smith. Um, oh, yeah, Winter Soldier? Yeah. yeah, he would be good. He would be good only if you only show him as the Winter Soldier. You could never have a flashback with him being Bucky. See, I disagree. I think he could be Bucky as well. I've got, I've got a pretty good picture. Let me see if I can find it. Like... No, I know what he looks uh, like. I'm just saying, like... <laughs> you're like, don't condescend to me. <laughs> no, I know exactly what he looks like. Um... I'm just saying, like... Why wouldn't he be a good Bucky? I've never seen him play, like... You know, he can play um, hurt or... Uh, not physically hurt, like... Yeah, sure. Like you emotionally know, emotionally pained. damaged and da-da-da. Sure. I've never seen him play anything but that. Like, sure. that's kind of his thing. He always gets cast in the... I've never seen him be, like, upbeat and, like... Well, well, Bucky in the movies isn't quite upbeat. No, but, like... You have to have an arc for this character. If you if you want to show the Winter Soldier and he's damaged, you really I don't should... know that he's damaged. You just... Sh- look, the hard part is playing damaged. He can just play himself, I'm sure, and it yeah. will be fine. Yeah. Because the whole point of the Winter Soldier in the movies, at least, is he is sort of, like, jaded by life. He, you know, saves Steve Rogers and right. beats up the bully, and he's like, you're going to be running your whole life. You yeah, know? but there's still, there's still, like, a... A niceness to that that I've never seen. Mm. I've never seen him do. Okay, but uh, I mean, but what do I know? For all I know, he's like, "Hey, fuck you, I range." So, what are the two that you have? All right, so, <laughs> so um, yeah, I tried to. These are really tough. Like you said, one. There's only like two movies out there, and so there's not a lot of yeah. characters to draw from. Two. Two. It was tough because I tried really hard to stay away from. Um, casting rumors oh yeah and it's tough because dc has had so many starts and stops with getting movies made that there's casting true there's false casting or or um uh casting that was in place and then never actually happened that it's hard to like narrow people down and three it's hard because Zack snyder just keeps killing off characters yeah that too (laughs) jimmy olsen yeah yeah yeah. so i have no jimmy olsen because he's already dead yeah exactly um 
But uh, I tried to at least get as much of the Justice League as possible. Cool. Um, I'm gonna let's see. Where do I want to start with some of them? Okay, I'm, I'll start with Cyborg. Mm. All right. Um, let me f- pull up this guy's picture right now. I went with this guy. Some of these people, you're a lot of these people. I feel like you're gonna be like who? Um, Gaius Charles, Charles, Gaius Charles, I think is his name. <laughs> I bet, I bet I know what they called him in middle school. Yeah. Um, this kid, this was a guy for anyone who knows the show was on Friday Night Lights. Um, this is what he looks oh, like. Oh yeah. Yeah. I can see that. He's a, he's a really good, he, cho- he was really good on Friday Night Lights. Um, he's got a good range to him. He looks really good. He looks, he can play tough. He can yeah. play strong. Um, the character itself uh, is a former football player. Obviously, yeah, in right. Friday Night Lights, that movie is all about football. So he has that athleticism to him sure. that he can bring to it. Um, uh, and he could speak earnestly. Because a lot of times you can tell when actors are talking about something they know nothing about. Yeah. They're just sort of glazed over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and this guy... This guy um, again, it happens a lot with like science stuff. When you get people playing Yeah, scientists and yeah. they're just like, they're jargon, just jargon, jargon, things, jargon, jargon. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think he'd make a really good, a really good cyborg. Um, this one, I'm just like trying to debate like which one is going to end the strongest. Um, so I'm just going to throw something out there. Um, okay, Batman. I'll go Batman next. Like Matt Damon. This may be... <laughs> <laughs> this may be because I just started rewatching The Wire. But I think Dominic West... I don't know who that is. Dominic West was the star of The Wire. He played McNulty. Um, he's now on a show called The Affair. Uh, this guy, I think, when casting... Um, when casting a Batman, I think you have to have somebody who's got a really that's good. That's a goofy picture. It's a weird. That's a bad picture. Of him. Um, it's got like here, eight That's chins. a better picture of him. Yeah, I could yeah. see that. Um, I think when you're casting someone like Batman, I was having this discussion with my wife because I was like, "Hey, you name some some people." Yeah, I did the same thing with yeah. my girlfriend. I yeah. was like, "Which one of these?" I was for like, just name, name a couple people. Yeah. Um, and she started naming some. She said Idris Elba for Batman. See, I could see that, too, and I could yeah. see that too. Um, especially if you went Dark Knight Returns, the world would just the I the only reason I didn't put him on my list is that there was a while where people were really fighting for him to do it. So I was mm. afraid saying it would be like, well, sure, sure. everyone said that. Yeah, I think he'd make it really good. Um, but the, the world would just yeah, shit its shit pants. Its pants They'd be it, so angry. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that to, the thing I said to her about Batman is like when you're casting Batman you have to cast the chin yeah you do and this guy has a nice firm strong uh, jawline um I like that he's fit but I like that he's not jacked Mm -hmm. you know I mean don't get me wrong Batfleck looks awesome in the suit but he is a barrel he is a barrel and one of the things that and that's one way you can go with Batman but again one of the things that I, I haven't seen Batman versus Superman but something that really bothers me from a couple of the scenes that I've seen is that you have you know Clark Kent and and Bruce Wayne standing next to each other right and they're just rhinoceroses of men and yeah. no one's like are you superheroes right you know yeah, yeah everyone yeah. else looks sort of normal they're standing next to Jesse Eisenberg who looks like a hot dog right and they are just huge yeah well the thing I like about about this guy is that he's very fit but and I always love seeing the image of Batman in the comics when he stands up next he's going up against an opponent that is much bigger than him. Yeah, That's sure. much stronger yeah. than him. Like um, Bane. Yeah, like Bane. Like, seeing the image of Batman v. Bane is in, is compelling to me because that's when I think the real 
strengths of the character come out. The yeah. fact that he's trained with the League of Shadows mm-hmm. and that he's actually a, a great fighting tactician. Well, and Batman has always been about mind over matter. Yes, exactly. And so that he has to use his his mind to outthink his opponent yeah. rather than outbeat his opponent. Correct. And, and you know, he uses the force when he has to on the, the little peons who Joker sends out or whoever. You know, he, he right. gets these henchmen right. and he can just take them out in one punch. That's exactly. why he's muscular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he doesn't use that for these great uh, yeah, villain, yeah. villains. Yeah, and like you said, like watching Henry Cavill and Ben Affleck go at it, they are rhinoceros of men. So when he, that, there's a scene where he goes in, th- and you might have seen it, because it was the clip was online or it's in the trailer where he goes through a window and he just beats up like eight guys. Yeah. It's really fun to watch, but at the same time you're like, yeah, of course he kicked the crap out of those guys. Like yeah. he's jacked beyond belief. Yeah, he so, literally could have just lined them up and ran into them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I like I like somebody closer to this guy for, yeah, for my good. Batman. He, I, do you think he could be a good Bruce Wayne as well? Because the the picture you showed me that looked like a good Batman, he looks right. a little homely. Yeah. Well, the the um. Well, I do because he in the, now in the wire he plays McNulty and if anybody knows the wire McNulty is like this Baltimore cop he's always like he's the classic um cop who wants to do right but he's got rough edges like sure. he's constantly getting but do you, in. I, do you but, know about the upper so, crust yeah sort of so thing? that's what I was gonna say is that I that's something that I can bring to make him a good Batman but to make him a good um Bruce, Bruce Wayne, Wayne he was in a show called The Hour, which is a BBC show. Um, oh. And in is it, he English? He is. Wow. Ben Winshaw is in this, too. Ben Wishaw. Wishaw. I'm looking at his name, and I said it incorrectly. <laughs> um, I'm trying to find a picture of him in The Hour. This is him in The Hour. That is Bruce Wayne. Yeah. He, wow. plays, a, he plays a newscaster, um, and he has to be that debonair... British. You know what's really crazy? If you showed me that picture and the picture you showed me before, I would have said those are two different people. Yeah, that would be perfect for. I watched the I watched the first episode of the hour, and I watched the entire episode and had no idea it was him. Wow! Until the very end, when I went, "Wait, is that McNulty?" I mean, we always you know people always say the same thing about. um, who, who, Tim, Kevin, Kevin Conroy? Yeah. That he, he has been our best, Batman. most distinguished between right. Bruce Wayne and Batman. Yes. That you can really tell the difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think that's something that's really important. So, yeah, I really like him. I, I thought of that. I was like, that's actually really good. I'm surprised we actually haven't heard his name tossed around. Yeah. Um, so let's do, okay, I'll throw this one off quick. Um, this guy was cast as the Flash, and I kept it because I actually really liked it. And that's Adam Brody. Adam Brody, oh. um, from the OC, most sure. famously. Yeah. Um, he was cast in George Miller's The Flash. Um, I don't. I think he was cast as Barry Allen. I would actually the one stipulation I would make is make him Wally West. Oh really? Yeah. I think, and I think this would actually work. I could see that. I think this would work better in the Snyder universe that we have going now because you could play Wally West. So get rid of the flash that we're, that we're going to have. That's another Ezra Miller. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm going to give him a chance. I, no, no, I'm not saying he's going to be bad. You know but who I'm he's saying, playing? Is he playing? Wally? He's playing Barry. Oh, he's playing Barry Allen. Yeah. So you're going to have two. So that's the weird thing is you're going to have two Barry Allens. Yeah. Um, but they're not in the same universe. They've they're not in the same. Yeah. They're not in the same universe. Which is, that's the annoying thing to me. Yeah. So I'm thinking what my thought was in a universe where you've already had a Robin come and go. Sure. 
Um, you're looking at my bookshelf and just judging, just judging. Um, so what are you in, doing with an Anakin Skywalker action figure that's, in, in the box? That's my wife's. Um, that's what they all say. I know. Um, in in uh, where where is I even going with this now? Oh, in an, in the Snyderverse where we've already had old Batman and a Robin come and go. Yes, I say. I think Adam Brody would make a good Wally West. Put him in as the Flash. Say that there has been a Barry Allen already. Say that there's been a Flash that is coming on. Because in the comics, Barry Allen very famously gives his life to... And dies for a while. He di- Was Barry uh, Allen the first one? He was the second That's one. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. he was the uh, Silver the Age Flash. Jay Garrick oh, is... Oh, never I thought Wally West was the first one. Okay. Um, no, Barry Allen is the... I mean, in... Modern day timeline, Barry Allen is kind of the first. No, flash. yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I think um, I just mixed up. The and then in Crisis on Infinite Earths, he famously gave his life. They killed him in 1985. Got it. Um, and kept him dead for Long 20 time. years. Wow. Yeah, and then finally brought him back. But to me, I'm like, let's so let's have that have happened. Like, let's reference that. We'll say there was a Flash. He gave his life for whatever. We don't have to talk. You know, you don't have to go in great detail. But he gave his life. Adam Brody comes in as Wally West, takes up the mantle of the Flash. That's that's where I that's think that's pretty we good. Pick yeah. Him. Um, who else I got? Who else I got? Superman is super tough to cast. I've been pun intended. Yeah. Yes, it is. Um, Carl Urban, maybe. Okay. I like his look. Sure. Um, I, you know, I haven't seen a whole lot where he's played kind of like really, really nice, nice guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I like him in everything I've seen him in. Yeah, so. I can see him cleaned up a little bit and being. Yeah, being I think he'd look good in the costume. Sure. There's a, there's a famous story about um, Jack Nicholson talking to Michael Keaton about Batman. And Keaton was like, you know, I just, I'm, I don't know how to play the character. And, da, da, da. and Jack Nicholson just famously went, you just play the costume, dude. You just show up on camera and everything's done for Basically. you. Basically. <laughs> um, which I think with Superman is really what it is. You need somebody who fills out the costume. Um, I'm not saying you need, like, just a cardboard box. Right, right, right. But you, if you look good in the costume, I think half your work is done for sure. you. Sure. And I think he'd look really good in the costume. Nice. Um, you should write him a letter. I should. I should... In fact, I have. Look, you don't think Nicolas Cage? Oh. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> uh, that was almost a thing. God. Did you... Have you ever seen the documentary Not about that? Not yet. It's I really great. want to. It's really Is it on a streaming thing? It's on uh, Showtime. So you'd have to so stream no. Showtime. Um, yeah, no, it's not on a... No, it might be on Prime now. No, oh, I have that. Uh, I found, you, I found, found a, a piece username. of paper yeah, on the yeah. ground? Excellent. <laughs> Um, let's see who else I got. Um, Green Lantern. Oh, I got two. It's dangerous. I got two. It's got to be good enough that you can send it to the execs and they'll be like, you know what? This is going to be worth digging this character out of the grave yes. that we just put him in. Um, I have two people, two different characters, two different types of Green Lantern. Neither of them are Hal Jordan. Oh, okay. I only know one other. Mm. Uh, John, St- first of all, no, uh, the character John Stewart. And Stephen Colbert. Yeah. Um, would you get John Stewart to play John Stewart? Uh, that'd be amazing. That'd be so meta. The internet would also shit itself because they're <laughs> like, really? You cast a white Jewish guy as a, the black Green Lantern? There yeah. is a white Green Lantern. You could have just made him that. <laughs> Likely more than one. Um, no, for John Stewart, 
Um, a lot of people have said Common would be great. Okay. I agree with that. I think he was. I think he was. He he might have been in the George Miller Justice League. I don't remember. Um, I might just have a bad taste in my mouth from Suicide Squad. But oh yeah, that's right. That um, scene was so weird. That was a weird scene. Um, I think he would be a good one. There's another guy who I cannot remember if he was rumored to be to play John Stewart at one point or if I. <laughs> thought you started so that good. rumor or if i started the rumor you spread so I'm the rumor say to anyway. yourself <laughs> is a character there's an actor named columbus short who was on that's i think he was on name. scandal a little bit that's uh, a fake he's name been, he's been working around this is what he looks like right there he doesn't look short at all no he's uh it's related to martin short yes um he was in he's been he's kind of a working actor he's kind of made his way around yeah he was just a friend of yours like he lives next door yeah he's my neighbor (laughs) Uh, he really wants the part so if you're listening please just get him off my back and give it to him um trying to find what what else he was in he was in stomp the yard too i do remember that he was he was also in he's he was also in um save the last dance too no which i saw in college a friend of mine had it i've never seen save the last dance one which is weird i mean it's not weird that i haven't seen that movie it's weird in fact now that i remember it, i'm just gonna go off on a tangent no no point no i'm gonna keep taking this train off the tracks um in fact i remember i think my girlfriend in high school made me Go to Save the Last Dance 1, and we left in the middle of the movie. It's one of the few movies I've ever walked out on. Oh, wow. And then in college, a friend of mine was over at her house, and she was like, hey, do you want to watch a movie? And I was like, sure. And she's like, do you want to watch Save the Last Dance 2? And I was like, I've never seen the first one. And she's like, doesn't matter. And <laughs> sure enough, know, it doesn't. And it's actually not bad. I was going to say, is it just the same movie with different characters? It is. Uh, they recasted the Julia Stiles character and just added a new guy. Do they save the last dance? They, no, because it, it, they danced throughout. So there was... So they didn't save it. No, they didn't save it. They did, I don't know what they, were sa- what they would have been saving it for. So, yeah. Marriage. They certainly did not, because they danced away in that. Um, you know who would be a great John Stewart? Who? Um, Jesse Williams. Let's just he also would. Jesse yeah, Williams let's just cast Jesse Williams would be a really good John Stewart, actually. Yeah. Now that I think about it, yeah. Um, so Columbus Short, Common. I could listen if you don't Common Grill rolls. And listen, if you're like I don't know who Columbus Short is, then just it, then just make it Michael B. Jordan. Whatever. <laughs> who cares? <laughs> just whatever. Who gives a shit? Um, same thing for Cyborg. Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> yeah, if you, if you don't like the guy from Friday Night Lights, yeah. Michael B. Jordan. Because, you know, he was so... I mean, he actually wasn't bad, but I was going to say, he was so great in Fantastic Four. That movie was a hit, right? <sighs> I maintain that there was potentially a good movie in there. Of and I'd be was. more interested to see the Josh Trank version of that movie. I mean, infamously, he had he many had a, a meltdown yeah, on set. Yeah, um, But I... I don't want to get into it. Okay. Right. Um, so the second Green Lantern I had, Guy Gardner. Do you know who Guy Gardner is? Barely. Okay. Guy Gardner is the, he was, he's another earthling uh, Green Lantern. He okay. was like third up or something like that. Sure. Um, he's kind of a wild card Green Lantern. Like he's kind of a jerk. He's always no. I yeah, think he that's, has. That's what I, I know. About. I think he actually has brain damage. I think there's. A, no, I'm serious. There's a storyline that he got brain damage, and that's why he's kind of a screw loose. Um, and 
but he just has very strong will. Is that yeah? He's just rough around the edge. Yeah, it's willpower and and no fear. Oh, that would help. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But he, for a while, was in the Green Lantern Corps, and then he was kicked out of it. And he had a yellow ring for a while, and he wore a leather jacket, and then he was back in again, and now he's in it again, and he like trains. I think he's like a trainer of new Green Lanterns at the Green Lantern Corps. Yellow ring and leather jacket yeah he sounds pretty hip yeah i mean it was the 90s it was pretty awesome he had a bowl cut for it It was great um in fact let me show you i'll I'll bring up a picture of guy gardner um because i don't need to bring up a picture of the guy i want to cast because you'll know him immediately aaron paul yeah i think would make a really good i could see that yeah just based on the character's description i think um let me uh, is the character related to jennifer gardner uh yeah, they're brother and sister. Oh great. Yeah. She's she's a character in the DCU. Uh yeah, of course. <laughs> no, not Garner, Gardner. Oh, different. Yeah. Never mind. They're cousins. Sorry. Oh, okay, great. Cuz they have they there's one letter separating their name. So. That's what a cousin is. Yep. That's what I've always been told a cousin is. Guy Gardner. Here we go. Here we go. Come on, iPad work. All right, there you go. That's what he looks like. What is that vest? Yeah, that's like the current version. One of these got like an undercut. Yeah. Looks cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't look anything like Aaron Paul, but I could still see it. Yeah, but I think he could play, I mean, just again, based on uh, his work on Breaking Bad, I think he could play like just anger from nowhere kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then finally, my last one. I've got, okay, I've got two for Wonder Woman. Oh. Um, one is Jesse Williams. Jesse Williams. And the other is Aaron Paul. No. Um, <laughs> and if you don't like either of those, just make it Michael, Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> From now, in fact, any of the any of the actors that we've named for any of the parts, if you don't like them, just make it Michael B. Jordan. And, it, and really, any of the actors that we've named in the news that are rumored to be cast in something, <laughs> make it Michael B. Jordan if you don't like it. Whatever. Who who cares? Just give him all the parts. He's fine. Um, Wonder Woman. Gina Carano. Gina Carano. I don't know that name. I've uh, seen her in something. She was in the she was in the movie called Haywire. Nope. Um, she was. That's all I have. <laughs> she was in the movie Hey Why. I think she was also a former MMA fighter. That's why I know her. Yep. yep. Um, I, she's very strong. Let me pull her up. Here we go. She. I think she has the look of Wonder Woman too. Oh yeah. She looks really good. She's like her. She's fit. There's. I, I know. I think if we had gotten a younger. Jennifer Connelly, I think she would have been really good. Yeah, sure. Um, there was a rumor for a long, long time that um, there's an actress named Monica Bellucci. That... Oh, yeah, Bill Clinton. What? Oh, never mind. That was someone else. Um, that she was going to play Wonder Woman. This was, like, way back when they they'd never got off the ground. This is what she looks like now. Oh, sure. She's, um, she's a little older now. She's, like, 51, I think. But I think that even now that could be interesting. Yeah. You know, make her this woman who... Um, Again, kind of playing on the idea like this world has existed. If we're going to go with that, then let's go with that. That she's been around um, for a while and we just haven't seen her. Or she's been on the island for she's been on the the island of paradise for a while. Yeah. And just now decided to come over. And yeah. she can be a good anchor for the two young superheroes of Batman and Superman to say like, "Hey, idiots, knock it off! Like, stop 
yeah, no, blowing everything up. Um, because that is another thing about Gal Gadot. She's great. Um, I'm interested to see how she handles being someone who has been around for hundreds of yeah. years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the to that see is this weird. sort of maturity and this eternal wisdom. Exactly. Of someone who's that that old. Yeah. Um, the other person that I officially had for Wonder Woman, Ronda Rousey. Nice. I think she'd actually be really she's good. The best man. She's great. Uh, she's great. Um, she's in the Expendables three. Yep. I've seen her in the Expendables three. I don't like the Expendables three, but yep. I like her in the Expendables yeah, sure. three. She's charming in like anything I've ever seen her yep. in, including real life. Yes. Um. She's really good looking, which is amazing for an MMA fighter. I'm not saying that they're not good looking, but she's really good looking. Dig yourself a little yeah, deeper a hole. Sure, why not? Yeah, because we have a large <laughs> MMA audience that I know listens to this. Listen, so. we've already covered Auschwitz, yeah. ISIS, genocide. Sure. <laughs> We're serial very, killers. Yep, serial killers. And now let's dig our way into This is MMA the best film. part so yep. far. Um, so I think she'd be really good. You know you have, the, again, just like with Gina Carano, you have the strength. Yeah. Just built into it. Yeah. Um, and she would she would look really good. And we've seen her do crazy stunts, fighting stunts in Expendables 3. Yes, so exactly. We know so, she can do that. Yeah, so those are mine. Like I said, if you've got any other ideas. For DC? Yeah. I was trying to cast some villains, and I cannot, for the life of me, think of any. You know what would be really good? Who's that? Uh, Jesse Eisenberg as uh, Lex Luthor. Get out of my house. <laughs> um... Oh, you know who'd be a good Joker? Mm. Jesse Williams. <laughs> yeah. You want to move on to reading assignments? Yeah, sure. Let's do it. All, All right. right. You want to go first or I go first? You know we're still recording, right? Huh? Okay, what? great. What? Do you want to... Um... I've been handcuffed to this chair the whole time and you're recording me? Yes. Uh. Now you're going to talk about... Superman for all seasons, or you'll get no Sunday treat. Okay, I want the Sunday treat. Okay. Uh, the Superman for all seasons, I think that you have been scientifically, um, you know, using the scientific method to, to find a comic of Superman that I would really enjoy. Yeah. And you found it. Oh, really? Yes. Yay! I really liked it. Because, like, yes, it, it, it was unique in that every single issue was from a different person's perspective. Right. And it really was about a man who was... Full of hope and determination and goodwill right. and like ready to do the right thing and, and sort of knew his place in the world and what he wanted to do. Yeah. And then that was and then he just sort of started to have confusion about that, which is great. Right. Like I don't really want to see someone who's like, mm, I don't know, should I really help people? It's not about like, should I help people? It's about I wanna help people, people and I'm going to, but what is right and what is wrong? And right. how do I know what right is? How do I know which people to help? And I found that that was something that was really interesting. I think the kid that he saves in every issue. At this point, either it's God's will or um, or uh, Darwinism. That right. kid deserves to die. Yeah, <laughs> there's a child yeah, yeah, that like yeah. is always up on a rooftop somewhere. Yeah, and he's getting ready to fall off a ledge, and right. Superman saves him. And I think it's just time. And you're like, come on, kid. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, third time. Yeah, it's time to go. Yeah, you should know better. Your time's up. <laughs> yeah, I got other things to do. Do you know how many people have died because I keep saving you from this fucking? Roof? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? Get off the roof, dude. I don't know. But yeah, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really interesting. I really liked all the characters. Um. I thought it was a, a unique turn to make it because the whole point is it's a year, right? Right. From season to season. Exactly. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I really like, it, again, and I, I said this to you before, like, I think uh, Sale and Loeb really capture the the essence that you want in a yeah. Superman comic, especially um, uh, one that, the classic kind of Superman of wonder. And yeah. it, it kind of reminds me, there's a novel called It's Superman. Okay. 
um, that is, I'd give it to you, but it's really hard. To, no, no, no. I think it just came out on paperback and you can get it in like a wider release now, but it's really good. And they, what he did was, um, I should give the author credits, Tom, I think it's Tom DeVille, something like that. As the author, look it up. It's Superman is the title of the, of the book. But they, what they did was he actually wrote, um, a Superman story taking place in the 1930s. So as if Superman really came up in the time that um, he was created, that he was created. <laughs> sure. And so he doesn't. I think he actually at one point he's in Hollywood. He's in like oh, cool. golden age of Hollywood and working as a stuntman. Do you know how old this 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 the, this is this the trade? book? Yeah. Um, I first read it when I first moved here so that was about nine years ago so it's definitely at least okay. 10 years old if not more yeah um but i know i've seen it i've seen it around on like in like a barnes and noble or something like that i don't think it's in digital form yeah. yet i don't think it's on ibooks or kindle or anything like that but you i know it's around you can you sure. can buy it um but it has the same feeling this feeling of wonder and and just like you said somebody who it's not a question of of should I use my powers or shouldn't I? I'm definitely going to use them. Yeah. Just what are my parameters? What are my... Sure. If I'm going to do good, what is good and what do I dictate as good? Yeah. I mean, that's an important question for yeah. someone who's completely different from everyone else on the planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they and like I said, Loeb and Sale do a really good job. Just like they did with Batman, they could do a great job of just... This is the essence of the character and we're going to build a story around that. Sure. And not... We're going to... We're gonna form a Superman story and then kind of plug in his morality and plug in his values yeah. as we go. We're gonna build it from from the inside out. Yeah, which is really, which I think is always a, a fascinating way to do that. So for all seasons, I, I in that one I found it really interesting as well. I really got Lex Luthor. Right. Um, I really understood where he was coming from, why he was doing what he was doing, and um, Lois Lane was well written. Uh, I really found that like. I got it. Um, L- um, Lana Lang yeah. as well was was really really interesting. Um, you know, there's something to be said too about like going home and and just taking a break. And you know, I, I got that when it gets to be too much and you're like, I just have to go home for a little while. You know, it right? Makes sense. Right. I, I get that feeling. Yeah. So that's I, I thought that was really interesting and and it was really cool to see what it's like to be in a land to be in a world where Superman exists through the eyes of Pa Kent. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. That's a inter- yeah, they do find interesting angles. I mean, they go they, they you know, they hit the obvious ones with Lex Luthor and things like yeah. that. But um, you really see like you see his doubt as well. Yes. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, like Pakan is a great is a great angle. Uh Yeah, you want to go on to you want to talk oh, yeah, about yeah, Hawkeye? Yeah, sure, sure. Cuz I really want to talk about Hawkeye. What, what did All right. I love this. Thank God. So, I read the Matt Fraction uh, storyline of Hawkeye, which collects till from one to twenty-two. Know. Yeah, something yeah. like that. The first twenty-two issues of Hawkeye, written by Matt Fraction. I this is I can't say enough good things about this. Yeah, um, it's so compelling. It's great because it's um, first of all, it's super quick. Yeah. Like you gave me four trade paperbacks, yeah. and I read them all. Like yeah. Bing Bang Boom. Um, it's great because they're they're kind of one shots like i love the idea that it's kind of a one shot yeah. issue a bunch of one shot issues and yeah. yet there's kind of a thread going through all of them well, until it's the perfect. very it's end it's so indicative that it's hawkeye as well because he's you know they're all uh, yes. saving the world yes. and he's just doing his one shot thing i love yeah i love that i love 
I love stories that play with the medium of yeah, comics it does that a lot. and what it means to to be a comic and what that mm-hmm. entails. Yeah. Um, and just like the way, I mean, obviously the sign language yeah. portion is fantastic. Um, even the issue before where most of it is that kid's cartoon and uh-huh. his dream and yep. it's clearly a, I just like, it, it's great. And they play with time mm-hmm. in this, which is fan, fascinating. I yep. like the way that it doesn't, um, it doesn't apologize for itself either mm-hmm. in that sometimes it's a little bit confusing. It doesn't hold your hand. It doesn't hold your hand at all. It yeah. just It's just like, yes, this is how we're doing this and you'll catch up. You'll get it eventually. It yeah. doesn't like... And if you don't, you don't. And if you don't, you don't. And it's fine. And it's fine too. It's still compelling. Like the last, really. the last <laughs> issue, the last, well, not the last issue, the but last the last volume that yeah. you gave me um, with his brother showing up. Yeah. Like I had to piece that all together because that partially takes place from the end of two. Yep. And then the third one is all about Kate in LA, mm-hmm. which was okay. Yeah, exactly. That's what I said. in the But last it one, all comes like, back together again. It does. And I said in the last one that like the fourth one sort of peters out. It's my least favorite one. I see. I loved it. Really? I oh, loved but it wasn't it. your least favorite one? No. Of those four? The, th- the third one oh, was really? my least favorite one. Okay. The Kate stuff got a little long after yeah, a while. Yeah, that's what I And it was too. like, why? Because we were threading this whole thing with, I think they're Russians. Mm-hmm. I want to say that they're Russians. Yeah. Um, yeah, the bros. The bro, bro? Yeah, I could hear it. Like <laughs> yeah. he, That's the other thing. is He, he writes dialogue really well. You can really hear well. every character. You can hear it. Re- even one word responses, yeah. you can hear exactly how they're saying it. Yeah. Oh, Arrow. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Um, Come on, pants. That sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but I love that it's leading... I'm great with boats. Yeah. It's leading you through this thing and you don't know where it's going. Yeah. And it will... And you think sometimes you think it's veered off and it comes back around again. And it turns out you were on a direct path the whole time. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is... This is the Hawkeye movie... Yep. That they need to be making. I know. They keep saying, like, Hawkeye shouldn't get... Everyone's like, oh, Hawkeye's not a good character. He shouldn't get a movie, da, da, da. I'm like, that's ridiculous. This is the Hawkeye, this is the Hawkeye movie you've been you waiting for. You didn't know you needed Yeah. It's great. It's fantastic. And I think they have started in the movies to veer towards this. Yeah. Not uh, not this specific storyline. Right. But this type of character sure. that he is very aware that he is a man among gods. And he's that sort of nonchalant. He's nonchalant. Yeah. He's, they've made him a little more quippy and things like that. Yeah. But he's also, they've really tried to play up and, you know, again, you and I disagree on this, but in Age of Ultron, it's mm. one of the things I actually really liked about Age of Ultron is that we got to see this this aspect of this character. We got to know a little bit more and that's what they went with. You know, it's funny. I think now after reading this, you might have a better understanding at least as to why I disagree because you could have this. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, because I was thinking about it. It was like, so how do we shoehorn this into the Marvel universe? Because I want to see this. Um, I mean, you could. You could do it. He has an ex-wife in the the comics. You can make it an ex-wife, an ex You know what I mean? He hits the skids that way. Um, But I just... But even even you could have a wife and a family right. and still have this, this Hawkeye. Yes. Yeah, but that's what I mean. I yeah. love the idea of like I'm just diving into these situations head first. Because I, I thought I thought that when we saw his family, here we go, we're gonna see this guy. Okay. Yeah. As he is at home. Yeah, and he seems really put together. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. In the movies he is he's very understanding of he's a man of, among gods and but he's okay with it and he's put together with it and in the matt fraction stuff he is still kind of grappling with it yeah and so you see him act kind of um 
recklessly. Yeah. Like buying an entire building. Yeah. <laughs> like just to save the day. But his but his heart comes out in all of his yeah. actions as well. Like he just dives headfirst into these things trying to do the good thing and really kind of screws everything up by yeah. doing it. Um which I just love and I thought yeah. they captured the essence again I keep saying that word about all these characters but that's what makes these stories really it's so good. good. Like, when I the first time I read this series, I was like, "This is every comic should try to be as good as this." This yes. is the new bar. Yeah, for me. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love. I mean, I do love storylines that go kind of outside the world, of course, of it, and in the way that this does. Like, yeah. it doesn't. You know, Captain America shows up for like two. Oh yeah, pages. Sure. Very quickly. Yeah. But there's no like he's not an he's not on an Avenger mission. He's right. not you know. This there's is no his grand. day off. That's yeah, the these whole are point. his days off. Yeah. And I love those storylines. And however, there's always a a risk or a fear that it's going to it's going to get boring. Like mm-hmm. how much? How long can you string this long? Sure. And th- but this thing. Yeah. Like you're like I can't believe this whole storyline goes on on the days off. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's fantastic. It's so good. And I can see this movie so crystal clear. Yeah. You know, I can see it from beginning to end. I can see the villains. Yep. That clown guy, great villain. Yeah. I don't know what his name is. Yeah, I don't know either. Uh, I don't care. Yeah. Great villain. Yeah. He'd be great in the... He'd be great as the in main the villain MCU. in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. He'd be fantastic. There's the, the movie The Raid. Do you know the... Yeah. Yeah. That's... The end of this movie. That's the end of this storyline. Yeah, like definitely. that's what it is. It's like the raider. It's the yeah. raid meets Home Alone. Yeah. Type of thing with the, all the people of the. It is. That's though. perfect. Yeah. It is like the way yeah. that they just took all of their crap and plugged up the. Yeah. The stairwell is. Fan- I, like, I can't and, say enough. Well, I love like this. everybody banding together. Yeah. It's really great. Yeah. Yeah. It's fantastic. It's so good. It is. Amazing. Everyone go out, read this a- Everyone go out and find... It's a four-volume thing that you can get that is Matt Fraction. I want more Matt Fraction. Like, yeah. Matt Fraction should just write everything. All right, all right. Uh, all right. I've got... Because I brought one. I brought okay. two different to recommend to you. Okay. One of them is a Matt Fraction book. The other one I, I was going to recommend... I was going to give you... Assign the other one. Okay. Um, but now I don't know. Okay. Maybe I'll let you choose. All right, fine. All right, so I'll... I'll let me grab Yeah, grab it, grab it a while. But yes, th- to finish up... Um, it just it go, go out and get this like I can't this is one we've talked about a bunch of things on this podcast and you know I'll endorse all of them and and but this one is one that I'm like go out right now go buy it and start an internet campaign to get this movie made yeah because like this is in a, in a world where they've adapted the Civil War and it was great and mm-hmm. they've adapted the Winter Soldier and you love those storylines and they do it well. I This is a storyline, like, just take it from the comics and put it in the MCU. It's going to be fantastic. Yeah, and I keep getting worried, too, because, like, every day that goes by, Renner gets a little bit older. But you know what? That's okay for this. For this, now. For now. Yeah, if he got really old, it would be. But, like, if you it's st- when you've seen him in the Hurt Locker or the, or yeah, the yeah. town. But even that was years ago. No, but what I'm saying is the type of character he played in the Hurt Locker or the town... That's kind of this Hawkeye. Right. So you know he can play this. Oh, yeah. You'd yeah. have to... The, the, the writers well, would I, have to work to make Hawkeye into this. I wouldn't even... But the I actor can really do it. need to. Because I, I could totally see Jeremy Renner's Hawkeye 
being placed into the storyline. And he would have different responses, maybe, but yeah. the actions would all be the same. But that's what I mean. Like, I, I know he could... Yeah. Yeah. There's, but even, even as a different character, as the character he is now, right. not necessarily a different Hawkeye, like the one from, like the character from the Hurt Locker or from right. whatever, he could, um, he could easily just be his Hawkeye yeah. in this circumstance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying, you know, the, the guy has the range to, yeah, yeah, yeah. to do it. If you, yeah, if you wanted he's to put him, chops. he's got the chops to, to do down on his lock kind yeah. of thing. So, uh, after making fun of you and ridiculing you for, um, hoarding the books that I have assigned to you. Yeah. I uh, hoarded the books that you assigned to me. I, I did notice that. So here's Flashpoint back Thank and you. Superman. About damn time. So I'm going to give you okay. a choice okay. of these two. We were talking a little bit about the Holocaust, so I have Mouse. <laughs> I have Mouse, book one. Okay. Um, which is a great story. It's a, it's a real, it's a true story, supposedly, told from the perspective of the author's father. So you you yeah. see, it's. Written I mean, it's by, in, this is it's, it's Art famous. Spiegelman. Yeah, yeah. So it's written by Art Spiegelman. The 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 main character in it is a young man named Arthur Spiegelman, um, and he is talking to his dad, trying to get his true story about what it was like during the Holocaust okay. in Poland, um, and it's him telling the story. It's right, really really right. intriguing. I've got the second book as well. So if you finish this and you want to keep reading. Um, let me know, and that can be another assignment. Okay. The other one I have is Matt Fraction's The Invincible Iron Man uh, run, The Five Nightmares. Okay. So yeah, The Five Nightmares. This one's The Five Nightmares is really good. It's a story about um, I don't know how quickly you find out who the villain is, but it's it's uh, uh, there are these explosions happening. There's right. a terrorist who's just blowing stuff up. Now I'm gonna say Invi- I'll take Invincible right. Iron Man. Yeah, cool. not because I don't want to read Mouse. <laughs> I do, but it, I know it's a two volume thing and it's really long, you and I feel like it. I'm not gonna get it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I feel like I'm not gonna get a chance to read it all, and mm-hmm. I want to be able. to. Well, this is one volume. This I is know, the first volume. but I want to be able to like Actually read. read Got it. All of it. Uh, yeah, the yeah the five nightmares is. I think that might be the first Iron Man comic I ever read. I mentioned last time uh, right. that uh, I didn't even know who Matt Fraction was at the time. It's very good. Yeah, um, and there are pieces of um, this is another one of the many comics that they merged with other comics to eventually make Iron Man three. Oh okay. Oh cool. All right, that's good because I read Extremis before, so yeah. now I get another angle. That's cool. So for you, um, first of all, take. This the four volumes of brick Hawkeye. of Hawkeye. Um, for you, I since you gave me four, I'll give you a multi-volume one as oh well. God. I have uh, Green Lantern: The Sinestro Corps Wars. Okay. This um, again written by Jeff Johns, so in charge of the DCEU. Yeah, yeah. And if you liked Flashpoint, you'll really like this. Right, this is yeah. kind of one of his opus magnum. Give me. Um, this is the start of the the whole what we see now in the Green Lantern comics and the Green Lantern storylines, which is the multicolored uh, versions of rings. Oh, yeah. The red ring, the yeah, orange yeah. ring. The, this is where this kind of sp- spawns from. Okay. Um, yeah, this kind of... This came on the scene, and it just, like, blew up DC when it when it first came out. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's one that... If you're not a big DC person, and you, there's, you know, one thing that you need to know that's been in the last, like, 10, 15 years, this is one that you, that that's a good read. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Sounds good. Cool. So that's going to um, that's gonna just about wrap it up for us. Uh, before we go, where can they find us, Andrew? Uh, they can find us on patreon.com slash themedialunchbreak. They can also find us on Media Lunch Break on Twitter. Uh, that's our name on that, at Media Lunch Break. Um, 
I have yet to go on our Twitter account. That's fine. Yeah. It's mostly just me talking shit about you. All right, cool. So you don't need to see that. Um, well, I mean, I could. I could just join in. I'll our YouTube, we have to have 100 subscribers in order to get our custom URL. Ooh. So our YouTube, I'll just put in... I mean, if you're probably... If you're listening to it, you're probably in a place where you can find it anyway. Right. Um, but I'll put it in the description. What else do we have? I feel like there's a fourth thing. Oh, we have a website. It's themedialunchbreak.com. There you go. Or themedialunchbreak. Ooh. Dot com, which I realized. Yeah. Theme... Yeah, yep. Theme dial unchbreak. All right. So we've got to stop start calling ourselves theme dial unchbreak at the beginning of every podcast. Nice. Um, yeah. If you if uh, you're listening to this and you want to help out, go to the Patreon. Throw in a few few bucks. Keep this going. Help us expand it a little bit. Uh, yeah, we use a yeah. lot of electricity doing this. Yeah, so. I don't know if you know this, but the internet actually runs on electricity. That's so true. we could uh, we could use that. It's a series of tubes. Yes. All right. Great. All right. That's pretty good. That's going to do Happy it. Happy Labor Day, assuming it's still Labor Day by the time I edit this and put it up. And it won't be, but hope you Probably had not. a good Labor Day. I'm going to spend my Labor Day editing this. All right. <laughs> Sounds good. I mean, you weren't going to do anything with it either. Anyway. I hope none of your houses burned down or burnt down. In a tragic grilling accident. Tofurky. Mmm. Turducken. Ooh. All right. Sounds good. All right. Bye. Bye, everybody. Oh, where's that? I can never find you can just hit damn space. Sp- can you?